up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast, episode 35, the first and last ever. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside the coolest couple in video games. Touch each other. Sexy like. Yeah. Hi. The one and only. Nick Scarpino from Kind of Funny Games. Hi. And then, of course, Christine Steimer. Tell Daniel to fuck off. From SteimerSays.com. Let's go. Tell Daniel around. to fuck off? Danielle. Oh, your wife. Yeah, yes. tell your wife to fuck off. I'll text her. Right <laughs> I mean, I'm your boyfriend, and I'm right here. I know, but you already know. I established that's what's is, happening. Yeah. Um, we're here without Tim and without Colin because they are sick with the plax, the Pax Plague. Mm-hmm. The Plax, now, they call it. This was actually my doing. I was like, they're never going to invite me on any of their podcasts. <laughs> so what I have to do is, while they're at PAX, I have to just make sure that they eat something with this strain, this if, virus. If that I, I can infect right. them, so yeah. three-fifths, Kevin's sick too. If yeah. three-fifths of the Kind of Funny crew goes down, they they'll might, have to use they me before they go to Vegas. They might be desperate enough to it ask was, me. It was perfectly calculated, and here's why. Because had it been one more person we would have done right, one less person, one fewer person, which I should say, we'd have been screwed. We couldn't have set it up at all. So you 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 I calculated the perfect the right amount of people, people to knock out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good move on her part, and it's great. Yeah, and then, but I honestly believe they would have had you rather than me on this. I'll be honest with you right there, because I am when when you hit me, you're at below the bottom of the barrel as far as no, games. No, Nikki, it's, we love yeah, you. I get a lot of nice comments online, people supporting. I should play games more. I should talk about games more. But my my knowledge of games compared to you guys is so thin. Thin. Yeah, that's Colin thin. would say. Thin. thin. Does he say it that way? Yeah, he says anything with a th is then. Who does? Thorough. You never noticed that? Really? No. Ask him to say thoroughly. Okay. I'll I'll say thoroughly. See, I can't, but I'm in such a glass house on that one because I'm the guy who says roof. I just can't, and I don't even know what's wrong. It's fun at some point. Roof. Roof. I think Colin makes roof. Like calling dogs woofs. Colin. That's That's funny. I think actually enjoys saying it differently. Yeah. Because Mm. he. Emphasizes it. You know what I mean. I guess I understand. He'll put the extra emphasis on it (laughs) for no reason. So he'll go. I read that book thoroughly, which I guess is actually that sounds normal. What are you talking about? That sounded totally thorough, 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 thorough. Thoroughfare. You don't say thoroughfare. It's like cool whip. He says anything with an (laughs) ata. I can't do it very well. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool. Yeah. How do they do on the show? Is it cool whip? Cool whip. Yeah. Whip. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but with thorough. But with thorough. Instead thorough. Of thorough, thorough. Like. If you didn't know, everybody, this is the Kind of Funny <laughs> Games cast. Each and every day we come at you with a brand new video game topic. If you want the whole show early, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give us a few bucks, and there you go. You get it early, exclusively. Every and every Friday, enjoy it before everybody else. If you have no bucks to throw our way, wait until the next week when we put it up Monday through Thursday, topic by topic, until we post the entire show. All on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, leading up to putting it on MP3 services and all sorts of stuff. Nick's already looking at it. I already did. So to be fair, and so I said, I said, don't put them because since Kevin's not here to monitor anything, we have to have this monitor over here that we can see. And Mm -hmm. I knew that we were going to lose Nick immediately because if there's one thing Nick loves watching on TV, it's himself. That's true. Uh, but the uh, the other reason why I'm watching the monitor is to check the audio levels and to make sure how they look. They look pretty good. Well, I realize that the ISO is completely set to a ridiculously high level. There's all sorts of things I'm looking at. Uh, What does that even mean? It's just the camera's gain is is set to a level that is that why Christine looks so much tanner than me, or she's just really that much tanner than me? Really? No, or you're just really pale. Okay, good. As long as I knew that. Uh, So it's going to be a normal garbage truck on fire kind of episode where we talk about video games. Also, Portillo is going to come home from uh, pet Pet day camp or whatever in the middle of it. So be prepared for that to be a huge break. But now, Nick, you kind of stumbled a little bit upon where I want to start this episode. Because sure. um, I think we have some interesting things. What I want to talk about, and it's going to be a big question that I'll start giving you examples from so you can all get your little bite-sized mandibles around it here. I want to talk about how the video game industry has changed 
while we've been inside it. Oh, wow. And I asked this because we just did packs. Yeah. Outside yeah. of the packs Rumble sure. being awesome and, you know, ev- evacuating, outside of everybody getting sick, all this different stuff, for me, it was this very telling system of, like, man, this is, like, my, I mean, in the industry, as far as, like, you know, I, it would have been, this would have been eight years at IGN, right? Mm-hmm. So I've probably, this is probably my sixth pack, and I didn't go to the first one, and then I got sick somewhere in the middle, right? Yep. Um, being there and seeing how much it has changed, and just in, you know, the microcosm of my own video game career, right? And the fact of like, you know, it was our, it's two years of doing the PAX Rumble now or whatever, right? And the fact that it's, when we first started, it was, it was, I remember it was Tim Schaefer and it was a couple other guys from Double Fine and it was me and it was Mitch from IGN and there was all the, it was developers and press and this was the one where there were so many indie developers, people I had never met before and then Smosh Games was part of it too and it was just like, the way this has blossomed, not that event, but packs itself into being something that everyone has a part in it got me getting real nostalgic for what's happened in the timeline we've been here and so like my career is well journaled here on kind of funny right like you know i've been i started here to write reviews and then ended up now being this video game host right mm-hmm. christine you worked at edelman that I was your first everywhere you literally what? worked at like every single almost every job you can have in well you were edelman pr yep and when that, that, that was the pr arm for microsoft at the time are they still I think so. I think yeah, I get a lot of emails are. from people yeah, who aren't Yeah, because Joe, Joe still works there. Oh. Joe was my boss once upon a time. Um, so, yeah, they still do yeah. work for Microsoft Game Studios. Then you went to IGN. Then you yeah. went to Bioware. Then you went to Bioware PlayStation. Social, let's clarify that. Okay. I was just going to say. Just, I didn't move to Edmonton. She made the ending for Mass Effect 3. Oh, my God. Send <laughs> no, all your comments here. Casey Hudson's <laughs> been taking it on the chin for a long time for her. No oh, big no, deal. Oh, no. And meanwhile, Nick, you started yeah. in this. You fell ass backwards into it, knowing nothing about games. Well, yeah. You thought you were going to get a free pack of cigarettes if you came to this interview. Yeah, no, I, I honestly assumed I would be at IGN for just a couple of years and just uh, get my resume pad a little bit and learn some stuff about production and then move on. Um, and I stayed there nine years. Were you thinking you would go more Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to work in TV and film, um, but I just didn't have any ins to that. And I was tired of like freelancing. Freelancing is really hard when you first start off. It gets a little bit easier as you get older because you make the connections and then you're always kind of working and then you're, you're turning down jobs, which is what you want. And that's kind of how people grow in the industry, right? Is yeah. You kind of, when you first start off doing anything, you kind of have to take whatever you want. It's the same with writing, right? You write for whoever you can yep, write for. Yep, yep. You build get your, your resume, you get your foot in yeah. the door and you start, you start, you know, learning the skills that you need to actually start um, to, to be successful. And so I did that with IGN, came in and, and it wasn't that I'd never played games before. It was just, there was a period in college from freshman year to senior year, where I just I fell out of it. I just yeah. didn't have, I didn't have any money. I like didn't have a console. Most people did. Like I didn't yeah. play. I call it my gaming dark years. Like, yeah. I just yeah. during college I was trying to graduate, so I was studying. Yeah, yeah. you're you know, focused I wasn't, on I wasn't the playing video hand. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I had started because you know video games. I I didn't even know. To be honest, it didn't occur to me that there was video production jobs in the video game industry. Right. Right. That just to me, I think, it didn't occur to me that there were even jobs in the video game yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's For one of those things time. where you're like, oh, people like people make these. Right. They disappear. At you know? the store. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the <laughs> same as hobby people, is to make yeah. these. Yeah, exactly. Um it's very much the same if you're not really into film, right? I mean you understand that there's celebrities that work on movies. Right. But you don't know that there's the, it really doesn't dawn on you that there's two hundred the people working on the film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, for me, when I was uh, fortunate enough, my friend worked at GameSpy at the time, uh, which I don't even know if that's an existing brand anymore. GameSpy? GameSpy. Yeah. Do they still do the, the GameSpy, like the server thing? No, that's done too. That's yeah, all so I mean, oh. at, at the time, IGN, um, which I had never heard of. Isn't that crazy? I'd never heard of IGN before yeah. I took the interview. Uh, 
my friend worked at GameSpy, which was down in Costa Mesa, and they uh, he worked on their back end tech. And if you remember, GameSpy also had an editorial side. Yep. Um, I believe Will Tuttle wrote for them. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Scott. Yeah. Ryan Scott wrote for them. Yeah, a bunch of people. We're not doing the history. history. I'm not, I'm not going to get to your point. Long story short, is I was like, oh, these people have an editorial staff. Um, they're looking for someone to help them produce some video. And it was down in Costa Mesa. Yeah. What I didn't realize was that that position wasn't in Costa Mesa. It was supposed to be up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So that's when I took the job there. I was like, ah, there are worse places to live in San Francisco. I thought I'd do it for a couple of years and network a little bit and sure. see if I could get move my way back to L.A. And, and now you'll never leave. Um, and I mean, it always happened a couple of times, too. There was there were some folks down in L.A. that used to run a reputable shop down there on TV that uh, no longer exists, unfortunately, that I talked to a couple of times. I'm sure everyone did. That's the funny thing about games media specifically yeah. is there's so there were so few of them. In 2005, 2006, two outlets that it was like you'd go to a party and it would be the same 50 people. Right. And of course yeah. you'd talk. Right, and right, you'd right, right, and right, right. You'd have fun and people wouldn't recognize your work and you'd recognize their work and you'd talk a little bit. Well, see, now twice now you've stumbled upon what I'm driving at here. Right. In, in, in the beginning, before I even introduced the topic, you talked about the fact that you went home last night or you, that you don't play video games all that often. People sure. have told you to play more video games. Last night you went home and played Limbo. I did. Which I think is an awesome, awesome game, obviously, but more awesome, and an awesome step for you. Was it you who were talking to me about Limbo, or was that Tim? It's probably Tim. Because okay, I, so I Tim actually, was also playing Limbo for some reason, and he I think, was like, "I think I ran into a game-breaking bug or something." I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "Well, sometimes I walk along, a little worm falls in my head and makes me go the opposite direction." I was like, "That's not a bug. That's a feature <laughs> I mean, of the game. It is. A, <laughs> that is a, that is a, yeah, that is a literal one of the puzzles you need <laughs> yeah. to solve." Tim. I was like, "No, there's there's ways." To, I'm like, "I can't remember what those." How to solve it right now? Going to do a book head. and uncharted. Oh, no, you, like you go into the light. But there's um, the light like, changes the direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you actually, hit a light spot, it's actually pretty. It was beautifully done because the first time you see, it, you're like, oh shit, I don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So you you're forced to go f- to go one direction. Right. Not the uh. band. You have to go in a direction left or right. Um, and it doesn't occur to you until the second or third time that it happens that when you hit the light, because I was like, why, why did I just turn around? I just assumed that the bug like just wanted me to turn around. Right, right. It's actually become part turn of the puzzle is when, when you hit a, a ray of light. Like, oh, come beacon. on. No, Nick? He's finally on a point, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> you um, can't do that to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that, that mechanic's awesome. Yeah. So I, I mean, I came home last night and I was just like, I kind of just. Which is uh, such a huge change for you. Usually yeah. you yeah. go home and you pl- watch Netflix and eat a burrito. I okay. So to be fair, Porty, Porty, Porty's here. Go get Porty. And you. Are we taking a break? Are we stopping this? Am I just talking? Go ahead. I don't know, Christine. You decide what we do. Have uh, you played it? Yeah. Yes, but yeah. But I played it a long time ago. I played it when it came out on Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm a little late to the game on this one too. But you know, this is this shows how still how little I know about um, uh, just PlayStation and gaming in general. Is that Greg was like, yeah, you know, if you're a PlayStation uh, Gold member. I guess it's no, gold plus. Never, excuse me. Plus, yeah. Not gold sorry, is Xbox. Xbox gold. Yeah, PlayStation Plus. He's like, you know, you get a free da- game download. That there's free games to download every month. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Same with Xbox too. Now, yeah, they, they just did that this this year, last year. Uh, they've done it recently. They started doing. So I went on to look for them. Jazz. Couldn't find them, and I think I realized that yeah, I had downloaded Limbo a long time ago. So I was like, oh, I already have Limbo. So I watched that. Yeah, the store isn't laid out super great. Mm. Um, Point of, point of clarification from my obviously layman's perspective, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that understand the nuance of it because they've they've lived so with the play, with PlayStation for the last like two generations. Out, yeah. Um. Well, at least the online portion for the last two generations. Yeah, they figured it out. But to me, I'm like, this store is terrible. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the way you search for things is is cute at first, but then after after a while, you're like, I don't really want to type this in like this. Like, yeah, this gotta the be a easiest way. thing to do, which is stupid and shitty, is to go to the blog and find out what's new and uh, then go on the store and look for the game and download it. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So so there was that and I was also yearning for a little uh 
I've been watching Colin play Mega Man for the last like six months. Like I've been since listening we started this. to Colin play Mega Man. So when just... I go to sleep at night, I still hear the music from the other room, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have to text. Can you turn it down? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't want to get up, so I just. And text I was them. like, well, I never get up. I'm like, I'm already in bed. You sound exactly <laughs> like my literally my wife. My wife the other day texted me two things. She was like. Can you turn the TV down and bring me some water? <laughs> sure, I'll do both those things. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so Colin's been Colin obviously played through all. Um, is he back? Yeah, he's back. Hey buddy, hey angle. buddy. Uh, he didn't pee when I got. Okay. I tried to get him excited so out there. Don't to touch pee. him. He didn't. So even we'll though see. I really want to touch him, I, I think I just felt him glaze my leg with a oh little, my God, bit, he's of, so little bit of man juice. <laughs> he's so excited. Uh, so where, we, where, where are we at now? Oh, no, so I'm saying, talking like, about the fact that you've changed. That this is. Uh, I'm talking about the evolution so, of yeah. the industry, but let alone there's, you as a person. Well, there's yeah. been a couple different reasons why that's the been happening for me. Of Nick Scarpino. Um, partially because obviously you guys are a huge influence in my life. Now we're all, we all, are around each other more than anyone else, um, and so it's. Look at him. Oh he's so cute. Did you miss us? He missed me specifically. He doesn't care about you guys. He's a little Nick. I'm a little boy. Um, oh. Okay. Is okay. he peeing? No, he's not peeing. Okay. He's just excited to see everybody right now. Just everybody's brand new again. Nice. This is now a BarkBox video as well. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. He's so excited to be home. He's got to touch everybody. Careful. Tail. Careful. Okay. Wait. Is the tail wagging and he's going to? It could. Pee-pee? We don't know. Okay. We don't know what's about to happen right now. He gets very excited. Um, I think... And here's here's there's a number of factors for me. One is obviously you guys are rubbing off on me, and two is that more and more as I turn to traditional media, there's nothing there anymore for sure. me. Sure, yeah. uh, except for a lot of they're good experiences. Don't get me wrong. There's like for instance, Fear of the Walking Dead. I actually particularly like. I like the episode one. Having said that, though, that is still a variation on a very common theme. If mm-hmm. you look at mm-hmm. it right, mm-hmm. to me specifically, because I've been so immersed in television and film for my entire life. So I watch Fear the Walking Dead, and I'm like, oh, this is good because it's more of the same. But it's more of the same. Right. Great cast. Don't get me wrong. Love the, I forget the actor's name, who was, uh, the, she played the detective in uh, Gone Girl, but she's awesome. Yep. Yep, uh, yep, yep. The lead guy's awesome from Training Day 2. Um, but I'm like, I don't, my wife's Training like, do you want to? No, he was in Training Day as well. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Also, no, there was no Training I Actually, I think there may have been a Training Day 2, but I could be wrong. Um, so my wife's like, do you want to watch that? Do you want to watch Ray Donovan? I was yeah, like, yeah. no, I kind of want to just sit here and like, just interact with something in a different way. And yeah. so I realized that I had limbo. And then I also went online and because uh, I've been watching Colin play Mega Man for the last like eight years. Um, I decided to just go ahead and purchase the the Legacy Collection. Right. Um, and I'm like, cool. So I'm going to just play. I'm thinking I'm just going to play this limbo game for like five minutes while this Legacy Collection downloads. Right. I get you. And I'm like, two hours later, I'm like, I have to see how this ends. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like, we were talking about this earlier on Colin and Greg Live, but I'm like, this is a really good storytelling. Like you, my wife's like that kid's so cute. What's going on with him? And what's happening? And I'm like, you don't really know. You make it up. Yeah, you really don't. You do make the story up, and you get that. And there's there's a power to it because there is some imagery and there there's some juxtaposition of of, of different elements. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for people. If you haven't played it, go play it. It's like, really you really good. You played Limbo, man. Oh, Fuck geez. you. Come on, that was great on Xbox, on PC. Yeah. Now it's on the Vita. It's on the PlayStation. And it's beautiful and it's very artistic and it reminds me of a lot of different things. So so I started playing that and then like three hours later I was like I got to beat this game and meanwhile. Mega Man collection. Is, I mean, it's got to only be like 50 megabytes. It'd been downloaded by it was like two and a half hours ago. It was already <laughs> downloaded. Um, that, was, that reminded me of our stream that I just did last week um, with Brit. And you have to lean in as much. I'm bringing it to you. Uh, but we were playing Until Dawn, mm, and mm, mm. it was kind of just like, well, we'll just. We're you know maybe we're maybe we're almost done. We'll, we'll just go a little bit more, just a little bit more. Over. And then yeah. it was two thirty in the morning, and we we beat the game. but yeah, it was yeah. a seven hour stream or it something. It beat you as well. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fascinating because I'm like I know if I don't finish this now, I'm probably not going to come back to it. And so I'm ashamed to say, and I know this is sacrilege for this channel because we we uh, we like to uphold the letter of the law here, 
I never use guides, but I oh, turned. That's I, fine. I, I looked at a couple guides just because I was like, I'm yeah. a little stuck, and I don't really. And I'm like, I'm having such a good time in this game too. I don't want that game, that frustration right. that comes right. with every yeah. game. I'm just like beyond that. Our lives are, I don't know if you know this or not, Greg, a We're little busy. stressful. We're really, really busy. They're a little stressful and a little busy. A little bit of free time you have, you don't yeah. want to spend like, being stuck I don't want to be pissed something. off. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I got it. I try it three times. And inevitably, I think the game is designed as you die anyway. Like, yeah. You're supposed to die over and over and over again. It's kind of, that's the kind of point of it. Yeah. Um, but I got through it and then I'm like, oh, that was cool. And then I ended up playing one level. I played Cutman stage in Mega Man. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, this game's way harder. I was like, no, I'm sorry. But but yeah, so to you to your to your original point, Greg, um, I think the industry's changed in a lot of ways. One, I think it's uh he's fine. He's fine. He's he's a professional at this. He hasn't killed himself just yet, unlike Kevin. <laughs> um I think it's a lot bigger and I think it's a lot more broader now yes. than when I started. You have to also remember when I started, before I started, I started before the iPhone came out. And so I do the uh, yeah Greg and I started IGN before that I think were you at IGN before that yeah you were yeah um, I remember when Craig Harris got his it was a big deal what year did it come out probably two thousand six two thousand seven I want to two thousand seven because I yeah. started in 07. yeah okay I graduated college that year I remember distinctly because uh, one of our one of our old editors brought it over yeah and we had moved desks remember like you kind of my 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 landmarks for where I was in my career was based on where I was sitting at the desk sure and, like I remember those time periods so I remember I'd moved from away from. Uh, over where the PC guys were, were sitting, and then all the way across the office doesn't matter. This is completely contextless for everyone. Um, but yeah, that was that was when that was before mobile gaming was. The thing. I had BlackBerry. Oh yeah, and so console there gaming was, was the thing. There was Snake. There was uh, Snake. Um, <laughs> well, I remember when we were there, Levi Buchanan was right. the por- IGN portable guy, or right, whatever. right, right. And it I was remember portable, him, not mobile. Por- it was I remember portable, him yeah. telling, well, yeah, because it was so heavy on GBA and everything else, yeah. I'm, and 3DS or well, DS. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the DS. Yeah, all the DSs. Uh, I remember him talking to me about the fact of like, yeah, you know, like something crazy is happening in Japan. Like people aren't playing handhelds as much, not, not how it is right. now, where they aren't right. as much, and that phone games are going to be there, and we're like two or three years behind them. And I was like, like whatever. <laughs> And then, yeah, right. the iPhone came and changed everything. And then the iPhone came, and then social media games came. And I really think that, like, uh, you know, like, Facebook games came, like, Farmville. Um, and those – what I saw was I went – I saw gaming go from a really, really – not niche thing, but seen as a niche thing to yeah. now. Um, I think people play games in the mainstream without even realizing they're playing a game. Of course, yeah. And that's um, always the argument. Like, oh, are they really gamers? And oh, like, 90% of people play games, but they're doing – I mean, to, to – and, and, you know, and you guys are obviously a lot more into it than I am. But from a very from a very casual perspective, my my answer to that is always, who cares? As long as there's a game being played exactly. and money's being put into that market, we can we all have jobs. We all have something yeah, we to talk about. Yeah, we just need to be able to there. say we're the biggest industry and slap our dick around. Exactly. Be, I mean – we are. Games is the biggest to, we entertainment. We need to continue sure. to be able to say that. So as much that's as much to my fractioning it up and breaking yeah, and it down. Yeah. I don't know if, if this is true at all, but I'd like to think that maybe someone. I don't know if this fact I'm about to say is true. Not, I'm not saying it's a fact. I'm just thinking like, you know, mobile gaming for some people could be like a gateway drug to. Oh, it is. Like yeah. more oh, definitely. So it's, you know, it's. It was for me, and that's the problem where, like, you know, like we because it makes it okay to not. Do and that's the thing is like for me it's not about I don't enjoy it it's about yeah, it needs to be okay for me to do it right otherwise I feel like I'm wasting time I feel like I'm not an adult I feel like yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. being mm-hmm. you know this was the argument I was having the other day with Colin when it was a one on one games cast mm-hmm. where he was he started going in on on mobile <laughs> games on opposite sides of the table yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like that we like that I think that's, that's good luck so ridiculous uh, well, where he went it was like Vicky Valen yeah Wayne, I was gonna say it's exactly <laughs> Vicky Valen. can you pass the salt what <laughs> anyway. say can you pass never mind. 
Uh, no, like uh, the fact that he was going in on it and like you know basically de- demonizing them. They're, they're terrible. They're, like, ruining. Yeah, sure. and I was like, but no, they aren't. I, I understand it, there's a lot yeah. of crap, but I think there is good stuff that does bring people in. And that's sure. the whole point. And, like the example in our world right now, and I mean like what we're doing right now, kind of funny games, right? We just had this week of uh, Metal Gear exclusives, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously that brought in a huge audience that weren't the best friends, right. the people who watch every video and are super supportive, yeah. and a lot of them were the normal YouTubers who just mm-hmm. went in the comments were like, these guys fucking suck, that guy sucks. Sure, 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 sure. Shut up, assholes. And it was like, yeah. I was. Ed Collins like, yeah, this sucks. And I don't, you know, I don't know if this was a good call for us to do. And I'm like, it was a great call for us to do because look at the numbers we're getting and then the growth. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want these people. And I'm like, you're not getting those people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, you're not. We yeah. each one of those videos did a little over a hundred thousand or right around a hundred thousand, right? And we went up in the in a week ten thousand yeah. subs. Mm-hmm. We didn't go up a hundred thousand subs. We went up ten thousand people who had never heard of us. Who were like, oh, I like these guys you are fun. To, like mm-hmm. click this button. Mm-hmm. I want to try them out and see what's going on. And that's the that's how this works. And that's the same thing with mobile, where you cast right. this wide net and you get a whole bunch of crappy games, but you get a whole bunch of good stuff. And yeah, you know. My mom's playing games on her. I think she's she was one of the people playing Candy mm-hmm. Crush or something to that effect, right? And that she's not going to go buy a PlayStation Four, no. but there are people who would. Like the Wii was sure. a gateway to my mom getting her first. She bought a DS after the Wii, and that was I was like, did she what? play it? No, she oh. had a horse game. She couldn't figure out how to feed the horse, so the horse kept dying. Oh. Now, to her credit, I played the game one Christmas for her, and I'm yeah. like, I'll get. It. Couldn't figure it out either. Really, it's just a bad, she bad game. Just die? a shitty ass game. Well, you just walk around. There's no way to feed this fucking horse. It's not like Harvest Moon or anything. No, it's not. It? No, it's not. A, that's the whole. Point. It's not a good what game. What was it? I want to know what Some it was. Some shitty ass horse game. So, do you think it's too much of a leap to assume? And I'm sure there. I mean, maybe I'm drawing parallels just because of my my early Your my experiences just the packs. But when you're looking at a game like Lara Croft Go, yeah, is it? It's. I don't think it's that big of a leap for someone who is a very casual gamer who has an iPhone six who's like, I just want to download something cool. It's four yeah. bucks or whatever it is, or five bucks. Yeah. To download that and go, oh, this is kind of cool. There's puzzle elements to this, and then see that there's a bigger. Um, experience on a console waiting for them or on a PC waiting for them and then think, huh, there's something else out there. And I'm not saying that they're I'm, that's a huge leap for them sure. going and then spending five hundred dollars, sure, right. sure, sure, figuring sure, out sure. how HDMI works, understanding what but no, online you're, is. You're doing it, and honestly, what you're you've done it again. T- tripped down to another one of my points here: of the industry changing, and the fact. And I think I said this during the panel. I hosted the Lara Croft Go panel, mm-hmm. right? And I talked about how the fact of it's a t- the ten man team who's working on Lara Croft Go, right? And they're putting out because they love it and they think it's a cool idea to do these mobile games. That the guys who did Hitman, they found like a calling with it and mm-hmm. like a freedom to do stuff there. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating is. I've talked a lot on this show and every other podcast I've ever been on about the spectrum and how THQ fell out. There is no more middle. You have to be AAA or you're indie, right? Right, right. Yeah. And what you're seeing with them is Square Enix saying, that's correct. Let's make that for us. Right. So Square Enix is like, we have AAA and we have people right. making these mobile games. Why that bother playing in the middle area? Because they, they shipped it in a year and it, that's not a, a negative thing. That's not a bad thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, Madden, oh, God. They're on a nine-month cycle. They oh, they never get to innovate. Blah blah. Right, blah. And these right, Hitman right. guys did that with Lara, but it's a different game, and so you get to bring that in in internal, right? Where sure. you see what's happening in the industry, and rather than fight it or or rather than fight it or put all your money into, or eggs into one basket, right? You're mm-hmm. trying to accept that new world. Yeah, and, that, and that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I'm wondering though, what audience you are hitting because I feel like there's there's still crossover with people who are. For lack of a better term, hardcore gamers. Core gamers. Um, core gamers. And then... But they okay, also right play okay. some mobile games, i.e. Fallout Shelter. Sure. Like, the people who grabbed Fallout Shelter probably aren't your mom or dad. Right. right? So, like, w- what market are you penetrating there with these games? With Lara Croft? Yeah. I think Lara Croft has a great example of... Like, Lara Croft might do better because it's Lara Croft. And, and, and like, Lara Croft people know And they name. kept it retro. You know what I mean? So, I think it is... You're talking about, you know, that it's... 
not beyond reason, but not it's not going to be the overwhelming majority of players who go out and toss down five hundred dollars sure. and get it. But there are going to be those people who are like, oh man, I played Lara Croft on my PS One. Yeah. Like this thing, I have this device. Mm-hmm. It's number one in the App mm-hmm. Store. I've heard it's doing really well because it's doing really well critically. Right? You get in there, you try it, you have fun with it. You're like, oh man, I did like Lara. I I remember Tomb Raider. Maybe I want to look into what's happening with. Tomb sure, Raider. sure. I mean? There's a nostalgia factor, and obviously yeah. they're playing on it. And I think it obviously works really well for the opposite direction. Where if you are a console gamer and you're like, I really need something fun to play on my my uh, uh, my phone, you know, I'm on flight to PAX or whatever, I'm yeah, on the yeah. train, then there's not, I don't think, it's, that's actually not a leap of logic at all, because now I'm considering doing it. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I got a flight to Vegas, like I should download that yeah. and just play it on my phone. And that's the thing, yeah. and I think you see them, I think these games do lay groundwork for young people to become core gamers. You know what I mean? Like that was, you know, I, my... I feel like young people are already core gamers. Sure, but I mean in this in this respect, right? Because like I, for me, touchscreen and everything else is so foreign. You know what yeah, I mean? I sure. Really like it. I played Lara, I played Lara Croft for the panel, and I was like, oh, these are fun. This is fun, and this is relaxing puzzle game stuff. But it's like, I'd rather play Persona Four Dancing all night and have mm-hmm. buttons and imprints, mm-hmm. da da. And so it goes the opposite. Where when Ryan Payton originally pitched me Republic, Republic. Republic. And I was like, Jen Hale and David Hayter, and it's gonna be stealth. And I was like, this sounds awesome. And I got on the plane and played episode one. I was like. It's cool, but I just can't get into this. And then mm-hmm. at PAX this year, I got to go to their booth, which was I, they had such a huge presence. I don't know if you saw I this. Didn't it see was it. over in the gun, the gung ho, gun ho, gung ho. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one that looks like yeah, the yeah. you that looks like a vibrator. Uh, the, it was How over I there. That? <laughs> a giant bomb had an expose on it once. Got it. Uh, went over there and played it with the PS4, and I mean, immediately clicked. And yeah. I was like, "Fuck, this is perfect. I can't yeah. wait to play this game." And it's not that. It was bad on mobile, but that wasn't with, what I was. We grew up with controllers, right. like you know, with the Super Nintendo or anything like that. But now kids are playing more things on their iPad, like literally babies know how to use an iPad, yeah. which is yeah. mind-boggling to me. Yeah. So yeah, I do wonder if they'll be more inclined to play things on mobile or play things on their iPad and that kind yeah, of it's, stuff. Yeah, I, I think I think it's the same argument we're making of like, can mobile? Can we? I guess it's it's two sides of the same coin is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody who's raised on an iPad right now is then looking at a PS4 and going like, man, I got to get one of those. Right. But you're getting percentages of people who are like, maybe it does work the other way where I loved Lara Croft Go. Now what's this other tomb? What's Rise of the Tomb Raider? Let me look into that. Oh, this is something totally different but interesting. Was, you get those small percentages. The small wins like us on YouTube. Sorry, I keep it no, I, just, I, 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 keep, I keep finding another sentence to make my point even more ironclad. It was ironclad. Um, you know, and, and for me, again, as, as, as someone who views himself as a relative outsider, I think there's a lot of entry points and a lot of roads that lead to that, right? For me, again, the idea of where video is at, where, where um, uh, specifically uh, video services like Hulu or like Netflix are sure. at is that they require an additional piece of hardware to be in your living room if you don't have a TV that's, you know, new newer. So yeah. my TV um, – was a quote unquote smart TV that had the Netflix app, but they stopped supporting it. And literally, there was, really? there was a thing that popped up. It was like, well, this app will not be supported after mm-hmm. like August, whatever. And That's luckily bullshit. by then, I had a PS4, but I'm like, oh, shit. Now I have to acclimate myself to using the PS4 as my sure. media console for my entire living room. And my wife on. has oh. to too. And my wife now knows how to turn it on. She pro- And now she probably knows more. To be perfectly honest, she probably knows more about it than I do because that's how my wife rolls. <laughs> no. Because she knows because my wife has patience. She studies the PlayStation Like I'll be like, I don't understand why this stupid Reads. store right. has to like, why am I this scrolling through letters to search for shit? This is where the settings button is for this yeah, one yeah, yeah. thing that you yeah. have to turn off. She'll be like, Nick, it doesn't power off. It just powers down and it still keeps working in the background. I was like, oh, oh tell me more well, about it. Well, it's on standby mode, yes. Yeah, it's on standby mode. Um. I don't like standby mode. No one likes standby mode. There's there's a lot of weird. It's there's a lot of 
nuances. A lot of console. great ideas that just don't pan out. It just out. never panned out. Well, For I just a, don't like it because it's in our bedroom, and I don't like like it. Still makes a sound. Yeah. Your PS4 is broken. Your PS4 needs to be repaired. Look, all of my Playstations have okay. been broken. The one in the living room. Okay. All of mine. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say the mine in the living room. Quiet. Yours is always making Why noise. It just makes like a. Mm, well, the thing is. I just don't feel like we really sit there and notice it in the living room. It's a bigger space. But when you're, it, everything's quiet and you're trying to go to sleep. It's like a white noise machine. You then should, you're just you like, should love it. oh, God damn it, there's a, there's a fan. But it's not, a, it's not like a soothing fan because I've slept with fans before. Mm. Were they and better than me? They were. <laughs> they were much more soothing. I don't know about better. They were bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but then also the Xbox is a lot of shit. We have to leave that unplugged. Yeah, the Xbox for sure makes noise. Like yeah, we have to un. Pull the power the, out. My biggest problem with the suspend mode, and this is now totally off the topic yeah, of where we're we've gone. Rails, but, but one of my big complaints, and not, and I tweeted about this, and most people are like, that never happens for me. The amount of times I turn on a PS4 in this house. Yeah, your it, PS4 is broken. Yeah, that, but yours does it too. Like, yours did it last did it? night. Yeah, I've just like, because what we're doing, we move PS4s around this house so much that if they're in suspend mode, and you hold down the button to send them in power off mode, you stand back, you give it a minute, and you, watch it you unplug it. You do whatever you do with the other PS4. You plug it back in in nine times out of ten. I was shut down improperly. I'm rebuilding the database. It's like, motherfucker, like, I put you into hard off. Like, what else do I need to do? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I... have to sing it. Yeah, lullabies. You gotta just, like, hold it with you, bring it with you all the time. Make it feel really just like you're paying attention to it. Make it feel loved. Um, One of the other things you had stumbled on. (laughs) Yeah. About how the industry has changed that I thought was very very obvious because you're getting beaten over the head with it this year around, right? Is you talked about, you know, oh, you're talking to other people flirting with this. You're talking about G4. You're talking about when G4 was a thing. It was was doing stuff. And I remember going to Comic-Cons in PAXs and my mom or aunt, my aunt really, because my aunt doesn't pay too super close attention, but Mm -hmm. being like, hey, I saw E3 on the TV. Like, are you going to be? I'm like, no, that's a competitor. They don't really Mm -hmm. do that kind of thing. And now the fact, of course, that they are gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like everyone is either on Twitch or on YouTube, and now YouTube. Yep. And the YouTube gaming's presence obviously was huge at PAX this year because it was you know day one pretty much. Yep. They wanted to get out there. Oh, the man. fact that, but the fact of like, like I'm saying, Smosh was there, and they had you know on the GameSpot and IGN State when they'd be doing it right, they'd have these other YouTubers that I didn't even know about that are just popular with Let's Play community mm-hmm. or Rooster Teeth themselves running it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, Rooster right, Teeth. Right. It, Cause it like, looks like a Let's Play panel. Yeah, 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 and that's the thing of just like, I remember when I first found out about Rooster Teeth, or like, and not not found out about, but like actually had Tim explain to me what this is. Like, I've heard of Rooster Teeth, I never went super into it, okay, they make red versus blue, but then when Tim was like, well, yeah, but they're this insane community that that can, you know, millions of views on every video, Mm -hmm. diehard fans are like, oh, I didn't even know about it, and now... You know, having flipped that script where I go to RTX or I'm on the gauntlet or I do whatever and have to explain to people, like, oh, I'm going to go shoot this thing with Rooster. Like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, you're PR. Like, that's crazy that you don't know who these people are. You know what I mean? And now you see them, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, for lack of a better term, they're one of the big three, right? Because it's GameSpot, IG, and them on the YouTube game. It's like what you're saying, those panels made me think of it's PAX this year was a little bit of a mini VidCon, but just for the gaming Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm hmm. Where, I mean, I, I, only, I went expect. to VidCon last year, not this year, so you'll have to tell me if that's changed too, but when I went last year, there was like almost nothing on gaming. There was one, I think one panel, um, and just a bunch of teenage girls screaming after like all the beauty YouTubers sure. or well, all no, the more like comedy, you know, whatever, like Jenna Marbles, like those kind of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there weren't a lot of gaming YouTubers that I saw there. Um, and I, would, so I would say that's still I'm kind of wondering case, if it's yeah. like... Mm-hmm. 
gonna like maybe that stuff's gonna start morphing more into the now, gaming convention now that versus they, yeah. VidCon. Oh, that's a current point, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Or well, they'll go to everything. I don't know because there's a thousand cons and everybody has to go to all of them. Oh, bye, Porty. Bye, he's done. He's a million degrees. That's all I'm sure he knows. I know, but it, cool no, now. hey, where are you going? Okay, he's, <laughs> he's walking and calling the bathroom. It's cold tiles. He's gonna sit his little belly on there. Oh, did he do it? No, but I'm just imagining him doing that. It's cute. It's a cute image. I love that. I love that. I wish I wish it were okay for a 35-year-old man to do that because I would just lay down on that tile, too. I'm so hot right now. Uh, interesting. You, you touched on another thing that I want to talk about a little bit, which was the idea of uh, the concept of Let's Plays. Um, right. And those were something that if you had talked to me about five years ago or six years ago, when the, when that idea started being generated, I'm like, that's dumb. No yeah. one's going to watch someone else play a game. Flash forward is now it's, it's a mainstay. It actually is, uh, you know, yeah. it's something that people – and you talked a little bit about will those mobile gamers ever or those the younger kids ever translate over to console gamers? And I think absolutely yes, they will because as they're watching Let's Plays on Minecraft or they're watching their friends do that, and it's natural if their friends start progressing that they're going to start watching those kinds of videos as well. Right. Um, what's what's crazy to me and what's what what I have to rectify in my brain is I love the passive experience. I love the experience of a film or a TV show, someone choosing what to show me. Um, rather than me having to interact with the game and, and figure that out for myself. And again, it's shifting a little bit, but that's why I think the power of the Let's Play is so awesome because right. it is that passive experience and that active experience at the same time. You're sharing it, but you don't really have the burden or the stress level of having to go through the process. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super days, powerful. Sorry. When we no, come home it. and we're tired and right. we're like, I don't want to play anything. Right. Like I'm just, I need to, I need to sit here and not have to think. So yeah, in those mm -hmm. cases, it's it's great if someone you, you get to is still streaming, and then you can kind of be like, "Well, cool, I get to." You're like, still experiencing. Watch you're still in that world. You're still watching that I still getting, there. You're still getting that kind of uh, entertainment or that quality or that mm -hmm. conversation that you had you wanted before, right? Because right? that's my thing. Yeah, when I come home and I'm exhausted, and I, I don't feel like I have it in me to play a game. I, w I would say I want something inactive. Games are an active entertainment yes. experience. I want someone to talk at me, whereas that's what Let's Plays do fill that sure. void for. Right? Yeah, and it's interesting too because that's why I, th I feel like a lot of people will turn on uh, a news show or like ESPN or Sports Center. Even if it's something you don't really care about, even they're on, they're on a block of hockey, for instance, and yeah. you're like, you talk to yeah. fam, but you're like, yeah, it's on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm exactly immersed in the world. Right, I'm right, right, kind right, of around right. it. I feel like I'm still kind of being productive and still indulging right. in that passion, while at the same time, I don't have to necessarily put in 90% of the effort right. that I normally would And this is the same in. thing. When I first did my first, first, first Twitch stream, when I was still just Game Over Greggy, right, it was the fact of, like, I told the chat, I'm like, I don't know why you'd come here. Like, why would you want to ruin the game for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And they were all universally like, we're not here for the game. We're here yeah. to hang yeah. out with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hang like out with the, the streamer as well as just the community. Chat. Yeah, like, right. they, make they, new they friends make and find common interests. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's why it was it was crazy because now, I mean, it's different for us, obviously. We are knee deep in this. This is our business now. Right. That we have to understand all aspects of it or at least be up on. And I don't know if you saw this. Jimmy Kimmel will put up a thing Basically being like, I have no idea why YouTube, why would any, he's, YouTube gaming is his first time hearing about Let's Plays. Oh, really? In, in live really? streams. And he's just like, I don't know why anybody, there's a quote out from Doesn't him that's children? to the line. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He broke up with Sarah Silverman not too long ago. Yeah, he was married before that, though, oh, okay. I think. So I don't know if he has kids. Did the kids break up the marriage? Did they not love the mom and dad enough? That's what yeah, happened to my parents. Because they liked, they liked uh, Let's <laughs> Plays Jesus. more than they liked their dad. But it was, yeah, the fact that he didn't understand. He said it would be like going to a nice restaurant and watching someone else eat your meal. No. And it's just like, it's man, not, like it's weird that people still don't get it to that degree that like YouTube gaming for so many people now is going to be their first time hearing about Let's Plays and understanding what's it's happening. It's weird, I know. Not to mention yeah. that, you know, like I remember when I, you know, years ago when Scott Lowe was like, hey, do you, the Epic Mealtime guys are coming to San Francisco. Do you want to hang out with them? They, they're fans. And I was like, sure. Who's Epic Mealtime? Yeah. And then like Harley's now walking around packs and, you know, go, it's taking like a photos. like Kevin Smith movie. Taking photos yeah. with Cliff Blazinski at, you know, talking about Lawbreakers and stuff. And it's just like, that would never would have happened. I think back to when PAX, you know, when I first heard about PAX and it was a small show and Andre Seegers from IGN at the time, who's now of, uh, 
crap, what's the Nintendo channel he does? Game Explain, I think? Yep, Game Explain. Yeah. Thank you. He was going to PAX to play Mario Kart in the Mario Kart tournament. And I was like, what is PAX? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, Again, uh, you're, you're talking about it, and, and, and don't get confused, because it was smaller back then. Everything yeah, was yeah. smaller. Everything was slower back then. And I think that's one of the most... That's the biggest change in the industry for me, is that we have gone from... And I'm oversimplifying this, obviously. But we've gone from... Uh, people's attention being focused on traditional mainstream media outlets with IGN and GameSpot and game trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, a .com you go to. As a .com destination being, that was the cool new thing. Yeah, right? that, oh, That's where true. real gamers went, right? You didn't, go, yeah. you didn't, like people watched G4, but that was an antiquated traditional experience at the time because you had to wait for a programming block. Whereas IGN was where you went when you wanted yep. that experience right now and that's what we could get. Now what we're seeing is it's it's going from a shift of you have your allegiance to that major media outlet to individual contributors are starting to that that's starting to be more and more common because we have the power to build that audience ourselves yeah. right and yeah. what you were talking about earlier is very very salient point with with Metal Gear uh, was that yes a certain percentage of those people stuck around but there even is a percentage of those people that still might not like us it's our job now to tell to prove to them why they should yeah exactly, right? exactly. we're not a resource site we're not a site where you have to like people would go on IGN and be like ah, I fucking have to come to IGN because they have the exclusive on this how thing, do I right? beat this yeah, yeah, how do yeah. we beat yeah. this or they're the walkthrough or maybe they've yeah, got the piece like, of content that I want are you doing a tips and tricks and I'm like no I'm no. Not tips. Yeah. no 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 nobody gets half of that and I yell at each other for two let's plays next week that's good enough for you but again it's not a knock toward tips and tricks or guys that's not what we do that's just not what we I think do. it also requires a much larger team to be. It able requires to do a much larger team. It requires a certain type of person that none of us are. Yeah. Colin is, but Colin is, but he's, he's, dying, he's dying. But he hates yeah. people. He doesn't want to talk to right. anybody about games. Um. So I think that to me is the most the single most important factor of what's happened in the last few years is yeah. that, you know, as a as a content creator, you go out there and you build your audience, and you can do that, and it's really powerful because whereas an IGN or a GameSpot might have a 50-50 you know, like-to-dislike ratio on what people are saying in the comments or they're just those people that want to come out, you have the ability to have a much smaller, focused, awesomer audience yeah. that will just support what you want to Best do friends. and you don't – and I think that was, that's been one of the most fascinating things about watching you and Colin is that instead of having to – like when Colin was on PlayStation, <laughs> you. when you guys first started, you had to play everything and yeah. now you get to just play the things you love right, right, and right, just right. show people why you love them. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's always going to be one or two people that are like, sure. you can't fucking play Metal Gear. You're so stupid. But uh, whatever. <laughs> I think that's the Portillo's other voice. Sorry. Between, <laughs> uh, between something like an IGN or a GameSpot or anything versus – what you guys are doing is that IGN and Game, they're big. Sure. So like it's a little bit disjointed. They don't really have an, a, a solid opinion on anything. Sure. So like there'll that's be an job, article right? that goes up that's I love Metal Gear and it's by Greg. And then there's another article like the next week that's I hate Metal Gear and it's by so-and-so. However, to a viewer who is not looking at bylines or anything like that, sure. they're like, what the fuck is this site? Like why? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have... A standard opinion on anything, and um, so I think it's Is easier that a than of the time, people. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. But so now people can be like, "Well, I like Greg because he likes Metal Gear, and I like Metal Gear." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Therefore, I kind of know what I'm getting with you. Right. Whereas the IGN is kind of a mixed bag. You're not sure who's reviewing the game, whether sure. they liked it, what they're. You he know, wasn't even a real fan of Game X. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I mean, I just think that that's probably why people are starting to break out and look at more individual contributors I mean, versus the bigger sites. Ta- I mean, yeah. Ta- I was talking about like you know the changes this industry has seen for sure. That is one of them, and it's the now the understanding of the audience that we everyone's a content creator mm-hmm. and that you if you like people's content you need to support them mm-hmm. we see it all the time obviously the patreon subs tips or whatever but like everyone is waking up to that fact of the fa- you know what i mean of like yeah people can 
Well, I can. I don't need to listen to everyone. I can listen to the people I care about and get there. I can go listen to the Jim's Jim Quisition and see yeah. what he's saying about this and feel like I understand. I'm my money's being put where I want it. And it's and it's true, and that's that's very powerful too. Like when I would read reviews, I would purposely remember. Obviously, and you have people that do this too. They would trust you. They would be like, I like Greg Miller's opinion on this because when I played the game that he played, I saw very similar things to what he saw in it, and I got a very similar experience to him to, that he had with it. So. I trust him now. I will go and look for his reviews, and if he doesn't review a game that I like, I'm a little disappointed, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that naturally well, trans. Why didn't Greg review this? Right, and so that's that's naturally sort of transferred over to well, people kind of followed us over here, and they're watching what we like on this channel. Um, but instead of looking for like, hey, I'm looking, I'm going to play this game. I wonder what they think of it. They're just watching us play games and go, oh, I think I'm going to play that game. Yeah, yeah that looks fun. The, the reviews looks fun. in that's action. Cool. The reviews, right? Exactly. In, in, yeah, as it goes. It's not, and, and, and you know, I think that's been one of the fun things for me about this whole thing is that we don't need to necessarily. Um, we don't have that pressure. There's no pressure anymore. Right? Sure. We have a pressure in that we want to come through for people that are watching our content and give them a fun um, and entertaining and well-informed experience. Uh, but, you know, like it, this morning, you know, I had to show up because Colin was sick. And yeah. So I came a little earlier and made sure we were okay. And that's a pressure that I put on myself just because I really want to make what we're doing as cool as possible for the audience. But in reality, had I not read a couple of those stories, it would have been okay. I mean, it was yeah. just it's fine. Like I could have relied on you or we could have talked about something else. And we, we always have that luxury, which is nice. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's weird. And what's crazy is it's, it's ever changing. Like it's so yeah. fast. Three years not... from now, we will look back at this conversation and this won't even, we won't even, we'll be, we'll have been seeing the trends here, whether yeah. it's virtual reality, whether it is, I don't like you know, the reality. rise of YouTube gaming. Did you I use it? I tried it, it again. I tried it again in PAX. I tried Oculus. I mm. haven't, I still haven't tried Morpheus, even though I've used to work for the company. I just never got around to trying it. <laughs> Shuhei um, wouldn't let you. You'd come on. Work I know. Or... They were like, you're not allowed. Take actually. off the visor, Steimer. Um, but I put, I, I tried Oculus, I've tried Oculus twice. Once was, I think, a year and a half, two years ago at IndieCade. And then I just tried it at PAX again. And I was just like, nope. This... <laughs> nope, not like, my no, thing. No, because it's too heavy on your face. Like, it just, I'm like, I feel like I have 10 pounds mm. on my face. That's mm. not, that's not something that I can sustain for longer than this 10 minute demo. Sure. Yeah. I, so, I'm not going to sit there for seven hours playing Fallout with a thing on my face. Like, no. Um, and then it still made me sick. Mm. Yeah, see, I had that problem, too. We did uh, We did Morpheus. At, we did Morpheus, man. We did Morpheus, man. It's a radio life. At Comic-Con. And I was like, this was awesome. And then I walked to the bathroom. And I was like, what the fuck's happening to my face right now? Yeah. As soon as he put it on my head, I was like, god damn it. Nope. That's hard. I got a little claustrophobic, too. Um that's going to be fascinating. It is going to be fascinating to see even a year from now or two years from now. What's what's what 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 are the trends? What's going right. on? Because yeah. it's not like it was. You know, everything was so predictable in the eighties and nineties, especially specifically the nineties, right? When everyone was like, "Okay, games are a thing. We know that consoles are going to be next system. We yeah. have more horsepower. Be exactly. Prettier. It's four years, and then we're going to start seeing another one, right? And then PlayStation there was like an Xbox Six was like seven years. Ten what year the life fuck's cycle, happening? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fascinating because everything's getting exponentially faster out there. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Topic number two. Christine and Nick, what's the perfect DLC? Mm. Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, 10 out of 10, IGN.com. You reviewed that. That's a good one. I did That's review good. That. That's a good point. That's a perfect <laughs> one. And Nick, what do you, how do you feel about this? How do I feel about you don't the, have perf- to pick the perfect one. DLC? What is the perfect DLC for you? No DLC. Really? Wow. I don't want it. I, I don't think, de- no. I don't I once I'm done, like I finished Arkham, I saw the nineteen eighty nine bat suit, I saw the Batmobile from the from the yeah. Tim Burton movie. I was like, that looks cool. Why won't you give him the four dollars or whatever it they were? Yeah, I'm already the done game. with the game. I beat the game. It's fun. You don't get I think is 
into like I don't get mm-hmm. this way about every game, right? But right, there are sure, those sure. specific like Witcher. Super excited about those expansion packs. Well, here right. I know about, nothing about I'm, them. I'm, this is piggybacking. This I'm bringing oh, this topic oh, up because sorry. of you know, just as a, why okay. I'm put, putting it into the, our popular mindset right now. Uh, today, the whole Dragon Age Inquisition mm. thing, the DLC. Yeah. Akataki was two years later, so they wrote here. So you and your companions save the continent of Thetis. Yeah, that is. That is. I said it right. That's Thetis. a new one. I never say anything right. From certain doom. What have you done for them lately? Find out September eighth. Trespasser, a downloadable epilogue for Dragon Age Inquisition that picks up two years after the main story ends. What happens to the world saving organization when the world no longer needs saving? That's the theme being explored in Trespasser, the final single player DLC for Bioware's role playing epic game. And then it goes da 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 da. I'm excited. This is also today. They announced Uncharted's uh, release date, mm-hmm. March thirteenth. 18th, I thought. Damn it. You're probably right. I'm bad at that stuff. Anyways, the more importantly, they also dropped the news in there that there's going to be, the first for the first time ever, single player one single-player DLC for Uncharted. I was saying in the Twitch chat that I was hoping it would be a therapy session between Elena and Drake. They, they can they just shit. be happy? They gotta get some can shit they they gotta work out. Can they just be happy? Every fucking time this couple's together in this game, something <laughs> horrible's happening. Can they just be happy together? That's Nick? where they need some Can therapy. we open up and they're happy, Nick? They don't lie to each other. I don't lie to my wife about anything. It scares Good. her. My wife has this new thing. She's like, the, she, she asked me this question. She's like, do I need to be worried about this? I'm like, no, no, no. Because I'll let her know if she has to be worried about anything ever. What, what have you told like her about what? before? Like, oh, like when we're getting ready to quit? Partying, quitting, going, you know. Or any of those. Signing, yes. pe- signing people's bras is a perfect example of them. And she's like, do I need to be worried about any of this? I'm like, no. She's like, okay. That's cool. it. Cool. No, my wife. I mean, she's, she married me for Christ's sake. Did she know she's she knew what she was fucked. getting herself. Her life's she she ruined. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look. You're I, crazy. I, no DLC. Well, okay. So for me, yeah. like, I don't know because you have to understand I'm used to, I love, to, like, I'm used to two hour, two and a half hour experiences. That's how I like my entertainment. Right. right? But because of movies, because of TV, because of film. Even when I watch a TV show or like a 30 minute like uh, episodic show, sure. I'll watch like four of them and then I'm done. I'm like, I gotta go on to something else. My, my brain isn't in the attention anymore. Like so you're crazy. talking about, when you're talking about, was it, was it Dragon Age that we were just yeah. talking about? Yeah. How long was that game? How long did you play that game for? Because you were a big, I thought you were a big Guild Wars fan, but you were a big Dragon Age fan, right? I mean, I'm, a multi- I'm fans of all of the things. Of all of the dragons. So anything some that has kind of fucking all sword and dragon with a I'm magic. So let's take, let's take Dragon Age, right? Um, how long, how much, how many hours approximate did you think you put into that, Here's the thing. that series? The game clock, I think, was around 100 hours. However, I stopped and restarted to get my character right about 10 times. And I played, I mean, I like played a few hours of each of those characters okay. before I realized I didn't like them. And real quick, what's your Guild Wars game clock at? 1100 hours holy fuck holy shit <laughs> how many hours are in a year can someone tell us in the comments <laughs> um, like that's i mean look again i'm not i'm not in any way shape or form criticizing you for this that is how you want to spend your time and you love that and that is fucking awesome and i can't take that away from you because let's be perfectly honest i've watched all of the seasons of Psych, so I'm not. I cannot. I have no leg to stand to on as far Psych. as this. I love Psych, right? Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not judging you for how you choose to spend your time. It's just for me. I get like like we were talking about Deus Ex earlier, right? Yeah. They, they announced uh, the pre order campaign. Pre order campaign. Yeah, yeah. Augment your pre order. You see um, this today? Sort of on the on your chat, but I could total marketing move of like yeah, you pre order the game and you get one. You can pick from you're in tier one already. Then so pick from one of these three or four bonuses, right? And then if enough people we uh, pre order, we unlock tier two where you pick from these things. And, mm-hmm. and finally, tier five is the game comes out four, day, four days early. When is the cutoff? You, I assume five days before the game comes out. Yeah, really? And we don't know. I don't per- know. And it's percentage based, not not. And they're, they're based, not high. So. They're showing the number, so it's got to be like I guarantee they're going to hit that pre order number. But I guarantee three days beforehand, before the cutoff, they're going to be like, "We're so close! Everybody yeah. pre order, please." 
And, and there's going to be bonuses. like, and then regardless of whether or not people actually pour it, they'll just artificially bump those numbers up. Well, we don't know the numbers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're controlling you the percentages. you can be like, whoa, oh, it just magically went to oh, 100%. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. good exactly. job, everybody. They, when, but you were saying, yeah, you, you well, want to so, play that game. You like the first I, game. I like the game. I liked it, you know. But for me, with the way our lives are, with these longer experiences like these RPGs or, or any of these games that have side quests and levels, uh, leveling systems, things like that, I just forget where I'm at. Like I leave for mm. two weeks or three weeks to go to Vegas and TwitchCon and pack and you know all these other things that are happening and I come back and I'm like alright I know my character is Adam Jensen what the fuck am I doing what was I <laughs> yeah, supposed to yeah, yeah. well, right now well the thing that they've started doing Shit. in games now Witcher did this and it was annoying as hell for me because I was playing it all at once right so it, it started pissing me off but I, could, I understand why they did it is they basically do a recap literally every time you load into a different area oh that's and smart it's smart but it's annoying as hell when, when you, when you are like hours. marathoning something. You're like, sure. like, fucking know where I am. Thank you. But yeah, if you had left it for a weekend and then needed to come back, you'd be like, oh, great. Thanks. But see I think that, Batman did it. Did they do something? They had there? screens. They, they had a something. screen that yeah. would be like, screen now, that would now tell you what happened, Scarecrow's yeah. doing such and such. Go so check it out. I think it's a thing that people are starting to work in, especially for the longer experiences, because they know... Like if you, it's hard if to you keep track of what's going on. Like The moment you put a game down, like it's, I feel like... The, How many? I mean, so this is you, this is an issue I had with on Catherine. You know, Catherine tried to pick Catherine back up after a week yes. off. Dude, like, Mass Effect yeah, Two tried to pick that up. Mm-hmm. I was like, people were like, oh, the story and that was so great. I was like, I have no idea what the story was because I played it over about. three months. I I mean, I know there was like an element zero. I know I was able. You were able to go around the universe and I had to man, I mined planets for like four fucking hours. Um, they're amazing, but you know, there was, there was a complaint that Colin had with The Witcher was that he was, he loved it, but there was too many. He felt like he was constantly being bombarded by side quests. But here's the problem with Colin is that, and he said this, so I'm not talking shit. But he don't get shot. <laughs> he was like, I have to get every side quest done before he the does mission, have that completion. Which is not attitude. how you play that game at no. all. You do not level up that way. You don't get it really that much more entertainment like it's just that's not how you play the game the side quests you're supposed to just sprinkle in along the way but if you don't do the main quest you're like never gonna level up it's gonna take you 10,000 years right 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 yeah and then you're gonna be frustrated because you feel like you're not progressing which is what I think happened with him and then he put it down and like I understand it becomes overwhelming right yeah it's like when your friends I did almost all the side quests and I finished that game and you were just totally fine with it you were like yeah because I did it properly which is that I wasn't trying to do all the side quests at once, mm-hmm. I was doing them as I went along, so it didn't feel as like you know as consuming. Right, as just it wasn't looking as, uh, at a list of see, side quests and going, "Oh me. shit, it's I have a, to like, do everything before I can move on." Same with Dying Light, right? At Dying mm-hmm. Light, I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm get, really getting into this, and like, I'm leveling up a little bit, and this is great." And then you go to the one, to one of the the towers that you're like, you know, the headquarters that you're supposed to kind of be based out of, and one of the guys is like, "Hey, come here. You want to help me move?" <laughs> And I'm like, no, I don't no. want to fucking help you In move. Real, and to I me, that's what all side that. quests are. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. dudes coming out to you and be like, hey, bro, you yeah. got from some free time? Help me fucking move. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to help you move. I got to stop these zombies, man. I'm like, no, man. I some guys like, give me a gun. I'm like, give yourself really really a gun. Uh, I mean, I haven't played The Witcher, so I don't I know. know. But I mean, it was the same for me. It's the same with me for that. It's the same with me for Dark Knight, where it's like, when with Arkham City, I was like, Zaz was going around killing everyone. I'm like, good for you, bro. I hated those. You killed everyone. Calls. Yeah, like the phone kept ringing. Eventually, I just I, the phone would ring. And I'm like, I had so much stress at those this. those like two minutes of trying to yeah, do, yeah, get trying there. To get I was there like, <laughs> it's too just much. Go, Batman. Go, goddamn it. Where's the 
like you know. magic fly button that makes you go 10,000 times faster than this. Uh, you know. have to level up to it by I doing know. 50 side quests. Do that. Um, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, God damn it, you're so Hey, it's me, Batman. Nightwing Batman. Help me move. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you free right now? I got this couch. Around. I got to get down to the third floor. That works. Yeah, it's true. But um, I, I liked those side quests because they had Nightwing. All right, well, this isn't a side quest conversation. DLC. For me, it's, I want, I, you, this is what you're talking about a little bit on Colin and Greg is the fact that I want single player story DLC. Sure. I yes. want more of what I already loved about sure, the game. Sure, sure. Yes. And so that's why like when they're like, you know, Mass Effect 3 had tons of DLC for, for the online. Multiplayer. And even Uncharted 2 and 3 did too, stuff where it's like, all right, now we're doing this, put new trophies in, but it's mm-hmm. all multiplayer. I'm just like, that's not what I care about. Batman did it, they used to do it with challenge maps, and they still do. Sure. But then they did Batgirl this time around. That, and then when they said that, that's when I was like, here's my season. I'll, I'll yeah. buy the season pass up front. I want right. that. Plus, you're talking about more character driven pieces sure. later on. Sure. But I big. wonder sales numbers on that, though. Like, I, don't, I just but, I wonder if they choose. I mean, first off, they're trying to push the multiplayer because that's what typically people will continue to idiot. play. That's what gets people going. Um, yeah. Keep, keeps, keeps them coming back for the experience. Right, yeah. exactly. Versus a story experience that is finite. It has an end. Yeah, yeah. But the multiplayer technically doesn't have an end. Like, yeah, you yeah, can just yeah. sit there and play with your friends as long as you want. So I understand I get them wanting to beef that up and make it more interesting as you I go get along. that that's how money's made for them. You know, putting yeah. out a new hat or a new a gun or a new item or a new map and all this stuff because people are still locked mm-hmm. into it. But I prefer them to because I, I think most. Well, it's not as bad now. I, I'd like to think most multiplayer is put in games now because the team wants to make multiplayer games of some kind. But it was for a while mm, yeah. where it was. Literally, how do we fight Tradens? Fucking put multiplayer in it, and there were so many half-assed home, like Tomb isn't Raider, the original like, Tomb Raider multiplayer. Like, what is this called? Oh yeah, I forgot. The, that even I don't had mean it. this is a joke, but isn't that sort of how? Didn't Uncharted Three have multiplayer? Is so that kind of how that? Oh, is that? And two, and it, that was. I mean, maybe that's where it started from. But people really do like that multiplayer, really and like it's it. good. I, it's one of the few ones I get into. You know what I mean? I like okay. Mass Effect's multiplayer. I didn't. Play, I haven't still played Dragon Ages though. Mm. And that's the thing is like, I for me to stop me from trading in a game, not that I'm going to trade in any of my games because I have most of mine are digital. So yeah, exactly. That's the other point. But like, if I was on the outside and you wanted me to stop from it, it's promising story DLC somewhere along. Mm. Like last of us, even when they were like left behind, they didn't call it left behind, but there's going to be something down the line. Like fuck yes, that's what you're great at. Keep doing that. I don't mind if you give multiplayer other things, but take care of this side of the business too. And that's why you know you get excited when you look at it and like talk about like even. I, I think that's one of the reasons I like episodic gaming so much, like mm-hmm. Telltale stuff, because I get to digest it, think about it, move on, and then here it is again. And like mm-hmm. sometimes it works against them. Like I would have bought Game of Thrones as one, I would have given them $60, right? But I played episode one, and then episode two came, like, I don't want to play this. You know what I mean? Like I, I, mean, I figured out that it wasn't for me, and at yeah. that point you lose it, but. Yeah, but that's very democratic, and that's the way yeah. it should go. Yeah. That's the way yeah, it should yeah. be, right? Is they they should be held held responsible for the quality of the product, and and that should be reflected yeah, in sales. I don't think Game of Thrones is as good. No, I mean, I, yeah, I've heard that a lot, um, at least from the last two of you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, recently, there's been a lot of conversations. Recently, there's been a lot of people talking about that. <laughs> no, two people. For me, I get why you guys like DLC, and I I get why people like that. And if it's it's more of the thing you love, but for yeah. me, I love the idea that someone has made this experience for me right and i look forward to just going from start to finish with that experience and then once it's done that is how i judge the product and then if there's more stuff later it just doesn't do it for me see that's that's why i like it when it's when it's different so like the i mean left behind Mm -hmm. had really nothing to do with the with the experience or you know didn't take anything away from what you experienced in the last of us game Mm -hmm. it was a side story but based on one of the characters and just kind of showed you a little bit more about who they were which i thought was really good same thing with undead nightmare um red dead like that you know, Reddit is a complete experience. Under Nightmare is a fucking crazy ass shit show of amazing things happening. Yeah. Um, that have no sense being there, but that's why I loved it so much. Right, right. It was just like the thing that I loved 
and a really crazy twist on it. Sure, it's like a wild experience go... they can't give you. Right. Like that would have made zero right. sense in the main Festival game. of Blood for Infamous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, take the you've made this world. Like, don't give up on it and start making one that'll be out in four years. Do something cool with what it is now. And sure. I don't care if it's short. Colin underrated that game. Say Sucks. I, did he? Can't spell I ignorant. I don't know. Yeah. Can't spell ignorant without, without IGN. See you oh. well. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> to me, I think I always view them as sort of like, you know, when they, there's like a TV show like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're like, log on to www.com forward slash Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the nope. web companion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not so fucking like, nah, watching no the web that. companion. Your second screen experience for The Walking Dead and it's starts all, now. Like, yeah. fuck off. It's like, it's no, all, nice watch the like, show. It, what's his name? Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Or, uh, he's like, uh, they turn a the camera on him. He's like, uh, hey, uh, what's up? That's it. That's all yeah. you get. You're like, oh, it's fucking Rick Ryan. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, do you want to know that how the that biker torso lady in episode one of Walking Dead came to be? Watch the webisodes. I'm like, You're like, I don't want. I kind of want to know, but I don't want to go on. To I'd rather you just tell me right now. <laughs> we tell it was an interstitial, like before the you know before they like right before yeah, you come back. It's like, nice. hey, yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I like I'm giving I'm giving the web the web companion We're just a lot fucking of shit. But, but no, I'm with it's you. not the experience. It's not the meat, right? I think you've gotten bad ones before then, because like for me, the ones that I love are the ones that. Yeah, we've made this world, and let's do something cool with it, and still do something still inside of it. Sure, sure, I mean? sure. Yeah, I mean, again, but to me, it's you know, you put it in terms of movies, like the story's done for me, the experience sure. is done for me. But I don't... there can be a new story. Yeah, there can. And, but go I'll wait for the Red sequel. Dead Redemption, and then go play Undead Nightmare. I'm gonna play Nightmare. Yes, you are. Did you fuck it long? Red Dead. Red Dead. Dead so... Nightmare Red Dead. was short. Red. Yeah, the, un- the Undead Nightmare deals. Redemption was long. long though, yeah, Redemption's right? really long. Everybody gets tired right around Mexico. That's when but I took a month break or two or whatever, <laughs> really? and then I came back, yeah. No, I powered through that shit. You go. Don't get me wrong. Red Dead was awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those ones I wish they would say, here's an HD collection of my car, or whatever, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Next-gen version of it or whatever. Well, maybe uh, X-Bone, backwards compatibility. X-Bone? No, I'm not going to fucking, no. Okay. I need to have okay. souped-up trophies on it now. Okay. I don't want to have this, none of this stuff. <laughs> I think DLC is good. I think it's a bad rap. I don't mind day one DLC either, and I'm just going to say it. Yeah. And I'm talking about DLC that is not... Like, not Prince of Persia, Nolan North Prince of Persia DLC. Remember this? No. The game ended and they put out the real ending as oh, like yeah, a fucking yeah, DLC. Yeah. Like, no, you can burn in hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. And that's the thing is like, I uh, going back to to- the first topic of how the industry has changed, I feel we've seen the industry burn itself with this before. And yes. now they're much better about it in terms of like, okay, what's up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an industry that does tend to learn from the community. Yeah. Uh, whereas I'm not sure that movies or TV really no, do. No, because you don't have the opportunity to fix shit. Right, so that's what's cool about like that's what's cool about this industry is like all right, and this is a, I'm gonna I don't want to slaughter this example, so I'll bring it up very lightly as like Mass Effect Three. Right, uh, people didn't like the ending, so they have the opportunity to be like, oh, here's something. Oh, we left you can... out these paintings at the end that really explain everything. Right, yeah, but you know what I mean. Though. Like if yeah, I know, you, that, no, I, know. I, was, I was doing this face. You can't see them. But you also have the opportunity to like, mm-hmm. whereas you're watching a film, you're like, oh, that that was kind of weird, right? Well, you can update that. Right. Butterfly you can, effects. You can have someone just go to you know you can download something so that makes it a little game. easier, a little better, a little cooler. You know you you have the opportunity to kind of fix the plane while it's still in the air uh, yeah, with, with video they've games. They actually uh, updated The Witcher's combat, which is pretty yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. And so that's a perfect example of like that probably made it a lot better. But right? I'm talking <laughs> about more of like over the years versus on a single product. Sure, so like, sure, you, sure. You know, taking anything. Literally, I don't really. I'm not that big into movies or TV. So no, I'm sure, but. Nashville, we love Nashville. We do, I do love, love Nashville. Nashville too. What up, Chip? But do you see what I'm saying? Like, ha- have them being like, "Ooh, we-, we did this TV show, and everybody hated the X, Y, and Z about right. it." Right. So now, when we go 
pitch this other project. We'll fix those things. Like no, yeah, what you get a lot of times. Well, I, I would say it's, it might be the same in games too. Is what you get a lot of times in, in in TV and film is that you get like the Big Bang Theory, and then everyone wants to make a Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the and games you're like, do oh, that that's great. And games do that too. Yeah. Um, open to world. Facebook, we have all these open Facebook world games game. sitting right now. Literally, right. everybody make a Facebook game. And then that went away. Yeah. Yeah. You learned real quick that this isn't real. Um, yeah. But what I think that you see obviously in in games is that there's a spirit of innovation that you don't you don't see in TV just by nature of it being a digital thing and and you're coding and you're making art assets and you're doing all these things um, and you are constantly forced to figure out how to optimize something for a platform that's ever changing whereas TV and film and video I mean you you film something and really that doesn't change that much yeah. and that doesn't change that much, right? There's right. no hardware in that right. that sure. needs to be sure, optimized sure, 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 for. Sure. So your, your brain and your team aren't constantly having to worry about that aspect of it. You're just worried about just the the, the, the traditional aspects that really haven't changed that much in the last 80 years, I would think. Yes. Topic three. Three. This oh, comes you. from patreon.com slash games where Kenny Char, Kenny Char. backed Char. us to get his topic read. Up, he Kenny? says... Game endings that stuck with you the longest. Not necessarily the best or your favorites, though it would make sense that your favorite endings so would also be the most alert. memorable, but rather the endings that were most memorable to you. Mm-hmm. He has two that we can. I'll bring up after. I don't want to get in your heads. Sure. I had a chance to think about this, and I will go first because I've thought do. about it. Please Because like, his examples are good. Okay. But like the one that the game ending that I think has stuck the most with me you know, one of the ones. Uh, there's two that spring to mind. One's I beat the dead horse on all the time on this one. But the, the one that really stuck with me was the end of Walking Dead season one, mm. episode mm. five. Like mm. when that ends. We, I don't know if we want... Oh, do we want to spoil stuff? Spoiler alert. Spoiler it's, alert. It's been we're out talking forever. about game endings. You had your chance. Nick's doing the taps and now we're in the zone. Like, obviously, it's not even so much... I mean, it's totally the, the death of Lee and everything else, right? But it's... I remember playing that game in like... I, you finished episode four, I remember, and he had been bit. And... It ends, and it was like, all right, like I'm a big Walking Dead fan. It's like, are they gonna cut his arm off? Are they gonna get around this? Because yeah, too much time has passed. Too much time has passed. They're not, you know, da, da, da. and you get back and they saw off the arm. And you're like, ugh, what a cop out. And it isn't that. Mm-hmm. And so then you have this entire episode where you're coming to grips with you're gonna die. Let alone that you get to the end and then have to you you teach Clementine everything you yeah, know. Yeah, he's like what seven or something or yeah, something like that. Six, I think she seven. just turned seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's and, how we. That's yeah, how the guy gets like, us. Okay, little girl. Here's how you shoot a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to shoot me in the head. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's, it's just like, what? it was so well done in like I'll never forget. It. And I granted I'm playing it ahead of time uh, in the in the theater at IGN with the lights mm-hmm. off, and it's me, Job from IGN, and Casey. Or I'm sorry, Job from Telltale and Casey from IGN, and uh, like just like the gun f- gun muzzle goes off and it goes black, and then it starts that somber song that takes back. Take us back now, and like I have the one tear roll down. Job oh, is cried. full on crying. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like I, I don't cry at a lot of things, especially not in well, not most things in video games. Like mm-hmm. they, I what can always bad see movie when they... we went. And, we didn't see a bad movie, but it wasn't a movie you should be crying at. That you were crying at, and I looked over at you, and you're like, "Shut up." Yeah, it's as I've gotten older, I seem to cry Ant-Man. more. Ant Man, was it Ant Man? <laughs> you cried in Ant Man. Hey, it was it was emotional. Man. I don't know, I was, but uh, bleh. I've now lost. I'm sorry. Anyways, I was crying during that game. Yeah, um, you don't cry during was, most things. You're saying, oh, what saying you said. when they, whenever, so at the beginning of Mass Effect Three, when they like do the kid and the kid whatever blows up, and everybody's like, it's supposed to be this really emotional moment. I was like, I hate that kid. He was badly yeah, animated. Yeah, I hated that kid. 
He sucked. Stupid. Yeah. Why? But da- like Dana at IGN, she was like, "Oh, that was." She know. had a kid, and right? she had a kid. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. this is like a motherly thing, yep, but yep, I yep. don't give a shit. Whatsoever. And that was the thing that, like, so the, the my story with the Walking Dead ending being so memorable and being so like devastating is I remember leaving IGN, getting a ride home, and still like racking my brain, going over it, going over it, going over it. And then I woke up the next morning and I think took Porty for a walk, and I had my headphones on. And that song, I bought the song right away. And oh, that God. song came back on, and immediately all those feelings rushed back. And even yeah. now, like, I was, I just tried to describe it as, like, there was a thumbprint on my soul from it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Of, like, it was always there with me. And then you jump ahead to Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 1, when Clem, no, Episode 2, no, Episode 1, when Clem gets in and meets Luke for the first time, and she's eating at the table. Yeah. And you have the choice on the option wheel if you want to to talk about like you start talking about Lee and I started talking about Lee and then I started crying because the moment because that was the first time it ever in that upon reflection of that Porty's home he's back on reflection of that it was the fact that I didn't cry I thought I was crying saying goodbye to Clem you know in, in, in at the end of season one but in reality I was crying saying goodbye to Lee, Lee. and that hadn't dawned on me until I was sitting there telling uh, Luke about it at the yeah. table and that's when I started crying again and I was like oh shit was like, Jesus. <laughs> I thought I was in love with this little girl because traditionally I hate children in love but in real I was and I wasn't I was in love with a big black man named Lee Everett and I still am and I'm in love with Dave Fenoy too that's Dave Fenoy is amazing <laughs> <laughs> but like that I mean like yeah. that inter- like that's the big one that is like I mean that's we're talking about what nearly year and a half probably mm-hmm. like yeah. between mm-hmm. those two moments and like how much I think about that and how much that had an impact on me and why I love, love The Walking Dead and the other one is Gone Home which I always talk about on the show where you know I, I, really, I, f- I didn't really like it that much yeah, you're stupid it was okay I finished I it remember it. the credits rolled and I immediately walked in and hugged you and I couldn't tell you anything about it because you hadn't played it yet yeah. and like that I was, was like Get out! I think you were playing Guild Wars too. Oh, I was like, because you couldn't. I was you like, I'm in a dungeon. Get you the fuck out of here! You wouldn't stop. I remember I had to kneel at the chair next to you and hug you like your torso because you were doing something. I was like, I'm literally, I'm like Nerd. doing fractals or something. This is hard shit. I can't, I can't be bothered with right, you. Right, 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 right. Please go away. What stuck with you, Christine? Um, well, you touched on it earlier, and I, ha- I really, uh, honestly, it pains me to say it. Mass Effect Three, and not in a good way. Oh yeah, because um, you were, you were Miss Mass Effect. I still love Mass Effect. Sure. I'm very excited for Andromeda, but the ending of Mass Effect 3 put me in a depression that I can't quite describe. And it's to the point where I normally, Mass Effect is normally one of those games where I would go play all the DLC. Sure. I couldn't touch the DLC. Uh, yeah. I couldn't go back. I even, I played the um, the alternate ending or whatever, the better ending. I still, I don't know, like that's not at all how I wanted things to go and it didn't make any sense to me like the three choices made no sense to me so it just like sent me in the spin of confusion and bad feelings because I didn't know what was going on you were drinking hard doing coke because everything up to that point was beautiful like fucking beautiful I cried several times just because of like really poignant moments or whatever and I was like oh my god this is like this is so good this is so good and then as you're like running down to the reaper and then it hits you and you were like, you know, half dead, basically. Like, crawling. I was like, what, what? Yeah. What? Okay, well, you know, maybe this kind of makes sense, I guess. Like, you're going to kill it somehow, even though you're basically dead. Yeah. And then coming up to the Citadel, and it's like, lose of man. Like, I'll, I'll, like, what is happening? What's happening? Yeah, I know. How, where's, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it just left me feeling lost and confused, kind of. Sure, and sure. And I switch and... Loving that series so much, that's obviously not the way you want to leave it. Um, so that was that was like the most heartbreaking game ending for me. 
um, for things that I thought were really clever. It's kind of similar to what you just touched on with Walking Dead, but with Red Dead, and I don't keep talking about Red Dead today, but... That's a good game to talk about. that ending shocked me because I wasn't... You, you know, you kind of like ride home after the last mission. Yeah, you're like, oh mission. man, you're this like, is a weird place for it to end. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well now, you know, I've got my family and like we're going to make some eggs or something and <laughs> we're... You know, I'll teach my son how to do some stuff yeah, and we'll yeah, go yeah. around the farm and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, it's a weird happy ever after game which never happens. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, um, so I thought that, that was how it was going to be different. I was like, oh, this is going to be different because it's going to leave happy. Right, you're going right, to feel right. good. And then they just murder the shit out of you in front of everybody. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I, was like, I sat there. I think I sat there like slack jawed for a while because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> 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 but then as you know, you take up the mantle as his son. I was like, that's rad. Yeah, that was like, this is really call. cool. And then you can kind of take over uh then you have like the one final mission where you mm-hmm. get your revenge for your father, and I was like, I like this. I yeah. like this a lot. That was a well done one for sure. Yeah, interesting. Now, Nick, you're inter- you're you're in an interesting spot. You yeah. haven't played as many games. As I haven't really finished that many games either. Um, now you just beat Limbo yesterday. I just did beat Limbo. Yeah. Did that do anything? That for had an you? effect on me. Yeah, I mean that game has you know obviously it's very very subjective. Um, they don't give you any context to what's going on in the story whatsoever. Uh, we, I, I guess we're getting into kind of spoilery territory here. Um, we've already, we've already, I spoiled yeah, we've, the shit out of everything. You did, that's great. Um, <laughs> even though, you know, to be perfectly honest, I don't know how Mass Effect ends. I, I stayed blind to it. It's yeah. either green, red, or blue, right? Yeah, it's like... And none of them are good? They're, they're all just... very similar. And I, I do want to preface this. I still respect the hell out of all those developers. Like, yeah, sure. no, that's, all, that's yeah. the problem that, um, honestly, I'm sorry, that's one of the problems with this, the whole conundrum here. Yeah. Is that people went so fucking crazy about the ending that it, you felt like you couldn't say and you couldn't be critical of the ending right. and not be like, and not be like, you I fucking hate all of them. You can't they immediately preface like, yeah. like, yeah, guess what? I didn't like the final 20 minutes of Mass Effect 3. Right. The fucking 80 hours before right. it were fucking awesome Amazing. with the exception mm. of Mass Effect 1 which sucked but Mass Effect 2 was really good. Sure. 3 was expanding on that. Sorry, I forgot this one point I just want to bring it up really quick. <laughs> so, Mass Effect 3 ending affected me to the point, so this was recently, this was like a few months ago. I was just rolling through the internet and I was looking at fan art, and I happened to see some fan art um, that someone drew of Commander Shepard and Caden, and it was like a wedding on the Citadel. And I nearly lost it at my desk, and I'm almost nearly losing it now, because I was just like, no, like, I needed that, like, I needed something. Like, I can't yeah. stand the thought of, like, Caden being alone. This is really pathetic. This is, you please it's talk. Not. Please talk. No, <laughs> sorry. Like, Keep going. No, You're doing great. That's, no. that's good, though. Like, here's, here's the deal, though. Like, also, Caden sucks. Caden doesn't um, suck. Fuck you. That just means that you, these stories are impacting, right? Which yeah. is good. That means they're having an effect, which is good. And to me, like, I don't know that I've had that experience just yet. Sure, sure. I don't know that I've actually sat and played a video game and been like, shit, that was as powerful as the ending of The Dark Knight to me. Mm. Where at the end of The Dark Knight, I had that experience that you're talking about where I walked out of the theater and the world around me was just a little different. Yeah. Just a little yeah, different yeah, yeah. and it'll never be the same again. Right, right, right. Um, and so, you know, you play a game like Limbo, like I, I finished it last night. And it was cool. It was very awesome and very avant-garde. And, and uh, you know, it has sort of an ending where, I don't know, do you remember the, do you remember vaguely the ending of Limbo? Yeah, when you smash through, you the, smash glass, through the glass. You smash through the glass. You, it's your sister, right? You're getting your sister out of Limbo yeah, well, or whatever. Well, you're, you're, you're trying to find her the whole time. And she's, like, sitting on the grass. And you walk up to her and she looks over and then it kind of. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, that's was awesome, right? Yeah. Now, for the record, you know how I was talking about Purgatory and your sister and all that. None of that is explained in the game. Yeah, no, I don't. Right. I don't. I didn't know that it was. I your remember sister. from previous interviews. Were, I knew you were interviews. looking for someone. Yeah, 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 and I knew that by 
because the game is called Limbo, that you're in limbo. And, yeah, that, yeah. and then if you're going off of any sort of religious aspect, like a kid that dies before a certain age is in limbo, right? Isn't that the way it's supposed to go? Well, or, if you're not, if if you're you're not, not baptized, baptized the, yeah, you go to limbo. Uh, or sure. Like purgatory. Purgatory, rather. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of I brought... between limbo and purgatory. I think, I think, just, I think they're just synonyms. Names. But, yeah. I mean, like, this is also... I don't... I don't really know. I don't want to get that wrong, and I don't want to offend anyone out there that's hyper-religious. I was like, more, I, when, I, when I was in Catholic Mass, I was way just more fixated on Jesus' abs because he had some killer abs. He was the food? fucking the cut up like Jared Leto, no. man. I never went to church, so I oh, never no. got to experience Did your Jesus look like Jared Leto? Because my Jesus looked a lot like Jared Leto. He had, he had a more manly face. He had, he had more defined cheekbones Did than he? Jared Leto, I think, yeah. I don't know. Jared Leto can have some really... Like, right, when I'm he gets just, skinny, he, I tell you right now, my Jesus did not look... He's a little long hair. Um... So yeah, so so to me the the that that defining experience. I mean, I've I've had games that I really enjoyed finishing, like yeah, yeah, of uh, like I loved finishing Half Life back in the day. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, Half Life Two, you're like, all right, all right man, it's, it's crazy shit happened. And you're like, that's cool. And I can't remember how any of the episodes, uh, episode one or two, ended. Ah, uh, that's funny. Because like that's the one where it's like the supposed to be the, that's the one that people always yell at me for not having played because that's supposed to have such an emotional ending. <laughs> Well, it made a real impact on Nick. Yeah. Well, I, no, I don't think you said you said you didn't play him. No, right? I played him. Oh, you did. I can't remember how they. they Isn't there a whole thing with the hand against the glass and stuff? <laughs> fuck, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Not like that. That's when uh, you're like, oh <laughs> fuck, a head crabs on that lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, I but mean, no, I'd, have to, go, I'd have to go. That's way back. The problem I have with it too is like I feel like since you haven't, it immediately then be, had that experience. I could just flood you with games to play right now mm-hmm. and I feel like by even mentioning them in that breath you then go in with that expectation and sure you get there and maybe you don't have that like I know The Last of Us has an amazing ending right yeah. or I, well I actually know the ending which is unfortunate sure sure sure, um, sure, sure. Oh, that is unfortunate. well whatever I mean you, it happens I, 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 I like sometimes just hearing the stories too to, to me and I think that there's a certain you know fun factor for that like right. hearing how Mass Effect ends to be perfectly honest you just saved me like 50 hours that's awesome and 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 knowing that it has an impact on you, whether positive or negative, because by the way, ne- a negative impact is not necessarily bad. Um, a lot of films that I've watched ended, and I'm like, I don't want that. No, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. that's that's not yeah. cool. Um, obviously, this is a different experience than what you're talking about, because a lot of people were like, that just is fucked up. But, but at no, the same I mean, time, no, there's something more, to that. Right? I think it's that people feel more invested in a game they've played for 300 hours exactly, exactly. versus a movie they've watched for two. Oh, absolutely. You know, so but at the like, same that's time... That's why they think the outrage is a little bit more intense on those kinds of things. But there is it also... And let me ask or, you Corey, this. what are you licking? You're, you're, not at the, you're not at the zoo anymore. Knock it off. Act like a real dog. He's Eating the, the floor. floor. Like, I'm just going to walk to the other part of the floor where you can't see me. And like, <laughs> He's not that smart. He's yeah, the he best. Oh, well, Who's here. that party? Is that Colin? Go get him. Forty, come here. You know, you look at some of the most the most classic works in literature, the most classic works uh, in in film, and uh, some of them just don't end the way you want them to end, right? Yeah. And most notably, and obviously most famously, is the, the example of Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Spoilers that every time I've seen any depiction of that, I'm like, I wonder if they'll change this one now. You can't, you can't because it's a tragedy. Uh, Taylor Swift did. So did she? Yeah, she did. Well, Taylor the, Swift can the do the song "Love Stories." What Taylor Swift her. wants to do, yeah. but at the same time, it doesn't have the same impact, right? Those people have yeah. to die. That has see, to be like, tragic. This is, and this is what's fascinating about it what we're talking about here. Gut wrenching feeling. It does because not everything in life is happy we're talking i about... think that's kind of what they were going for in yeah. aspect, but it, they could have done it in a way they should... that to me mm. was made more sense like yeah i think it was just out of how out of left field sure. it was um that that struck me i was like what but see but i think what you want what everyone wants is they want the the, the dark knight rises ending where you're like, I already he's, forgot that. What, he's what was dead. It? Oh, he's not dead. He's drinking Fernet Blanca or Fernet Blanc, whatever that, whatever it was. Fernet. Fernet. Um, 
in in Europe, and he's like, oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're just banging Selena Kyle over here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, Alfred. Sorry for your months of grief. Yeah. Yeah, What a dick. You you get that. that. Sorry for giving no training to the cop who's about to go out and get fucking murdered because he doesn't know hand-to-hand combat. Like Uh, He didn't train with fucking Raz al Ghul. Yeah, I mean, so I think everyone wants that. Everyone, that's that's everyone's preferred ending, which is like a little bit of tragedy. Oh, wait, just fooled you. That heartbreak that you just felt while meaningful. Don't worry, it really is a happy ending. Well, this is what you're talking about. We're talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. We're talking about how the industry's changed, right? And this, the drive, and I think the fact that you can't, we can't argue. uh, It can't be argued that games are art, but the problem is that when you try to argue with somebody that games are art and they don't believe you or they don't agree with you, it's because they haven't played the right games and they and they don't have that sure. interest to do that, right? So, like, for you, it'd be like, well, play Limbo and play, play Limbo. Last of Us and do, you know what I mean? Or play not, Limbo uh, watch my wife watch you play Limbo. Journey, play Journey, you right. know what I mean? Play all these games mm-hmm. that where you, you are left with an ending you need to interpret or Last of Us is a game that ends and I was like, I, like, I, I'm not going to spoil that one. I feel like that one's too yeah. fresh. Yeah, and that's don't too, do that one. But, not like the, for these people. That was the one where I, tw- you know, I, it ended and I immediately started texting Neil and I was just like, I can't believe this. And I was like, and he's like, well, that's your interpretation of it. And I'm like, I know, but I mean, like this is, that was a, like, there's a moment at that ending where you're like, you're presented with a choice. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to do this one. I'll wait for them to tell me about the other one. Oh, there is no choice. This isn't traditional video game bullshit where it's like, now nah, you go A, B, and one of the endings. It's like, no, this is our story. We're right. telling you a story. This is our vision. This is, this is our narrative. You're part of it. Yeah. And so it becomes like, you've been playing this whole game as like, I'm making the choices I'm going to make sure, and do sure, the sure. things I'm in control I would of do. my destiny. And then you get there and you're like, oh you're no, not. I've just been, Naughty Dog has been telling me a story masterfully. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? um, and I think that, you know, for me, for Limbo specifically, like, to me, that doesn't need to be necessarily oh, a cut and dry. I'm not go 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 go. <laughs> I was like, someone's got shot. For those of you that didn't hear that, <laughs> a door just slammed. I'm really um, skittish too at loud noises. Just FYI. So is Portillo, but he looks like he's fine. That's why we like each other. Um, let me let me clarify. I don't need there to be a definitive ending to something. I don't need there to be like I, I don't mind if there's choices that lead to different endings. Oh no no like no! I, 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 was like not, I yeah. think you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I don't also need it to be 100 percent kind. I don't need it to be laid out for me like with sure. Limbo. I know like variety. I'm not, well, it's not even about variety. It's about there was an emotion behind Limbo that, that was yeah. there. It was an undercurrent of emotion that you don't. I don't need to know who that girl was yeah. at the yeah. end yeah. to feel what I felt. And you, I did. I was impacted. I got to the end of that. I was like, "Huh?" Did your feelings change if you knew she was a stripper? That that has no connection <sighs> to that man whatsoever. Maybe look forward to Vegas. It's a random girl. Yeah. Random uh, Vegas. No, I mean maybe there sure. There is but, no GameStop Expo, Christine. Oh <laughs> We're just going to the Olympic Gardens. Um, <laughs> Is that a strip club? That's very much oh. a strip club. It's more of a brothel, actually. Um, but yeah, but that's my thing. Is like, yeah, no context is very powerful. It doesn't mean. It, yeah, it would it would it would definitely change it if I knew she was his sister or his mother or, his, yeah. or him or whatever. I don't know his girlfriend or you know a childhood love or something like that. Uh, but to me, it was just someone that I knew that was important to him, and that's someone that he'd go through heaven and hell for to to get to and to save. And that's all that matters, really. And that's why that game was. I mean, it'll. I'll remember that ending. Have you read through some of the fan theories? Because there's it's. Interesting how simple that ending is, and yet how many different interpretations there are of it. So you well, should go like on Reddit and start and look it up and start reading because it's just kind of. I found it really interesting. Sure, I might, I might. Um, but to me, also like the, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I will do that because I, w- I would like to see what other people's interpretations of it. And I think that's that. But when you talk about games as art, um, that is the power of art right there. Yeah. Is that yeah. it is an undefined thing that has an emotional impact on you that is different from you. Like from the three of us could look at something completely differently and have different emotional impact to it, but we still have a reaction to it. And that that is 
That is uh, Limbo was dope. That was a dope. That was a really good game. I'm glad I played. I'm it. glad you did. I'm, there's a lot of other stuff you need to play now. You need to play. Journey. I want to play. We need to play Journey. I do want to play. I'll Journey. get you code after it's this. That'd be short, awesome. Too, so. It's super short. That's two hours. That's totally yeah. a movie. You yeah, I will. I will totally do that. Do after you, watching you, you talk to Genova for, you know, on, on I, longer uh, than the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for longer than the game. I was like, fuck, I got to play this, and I love the idea behind it. Right, I love yeah. just the simplicity of it, and that there's like. There's like not a lot of there's not characterization. There's not a lot of things that are being told to you. It's just a it's a piece of art that's moving and then when it's done, it's done. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll play it. Final topic. Yeah. As always, comes from you, the community. You go over it. Yeah, he's Portel- he okay. Portillo's been a gift machine this entire <laughs> podcast. I can't wait to see them all. I mean, yeah, he's just being stupid. He's doing that thing where he's like, I'm thirsty, but I won't go drink. So I'm gonna lick my chops nonstop. So As always, the comments, the final topic comes from you guys over at kindoffunny.com/forums. Uh, you go there, you post your topic. Amy takes care of you. She's Joey good lady. takes care of you. Everybody's over there doing it. Lindsay's there taking care of you. Uh, first one comes from Patty Pinkman. He says, if you have to live out the rest of your life as a computer game character, living as them in their world, who would you choose to be? Cirilla. Corella Deville. Cirilla. Siri. Ah, uh, from The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because she's fucking badass. She's the lady of space and time. Okay. She's got wicked ass powers. And that, I mean, uh, and let me clarify on one of the good endings is what I would, what See, I would live as You don't her. know which ending you're getting yeah, either. You don't the know. one that I got. I'm going to go okay. based on the one that I got. I okay. would totally be her forever because she's got the coolest powers I've ever heard of. Sure. And she's like basically trying to be a ninja kind of, you know, with the witcher power, like witcher training. So like nothing mm-hmm. will kill you really. Like you will just go about your life enjoying everything and just being awesome. Because there's a lot of like really shitty worlds. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. My initial thought was Mario because I was like, oh, he's going to be relevant forever. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You have to jump On your a daily life. basis, that man goes through fucking hell and just he gets terrifying the pr- things are thrown at him. He gets the princess the back and then the next week she's kidnapped God. again. And like, there's fucking dude, weird ass mushrooms with teeth coming out. mushroom with teeth, yeah. big fuck. You walk over a pipe that you're supposed to fix and something just comes out and fucking <laughs> eats you. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. I think maybe I would, I would strive for something a little bit more simplified on that one. Um, I don't know, Greg. What would yours be? See, I, this is a, is a tough one. You go around on. I think. That, I mean, like, I'm, these aren't my picks. I have a pick. Okay. It's not going to be who you think of it. Mm-hmm. But I you're like. Oh, Cole from Infamous. That'd be cool. Have electricity powers. All these cool things. He. he it doesn't end well for him. Yeah. Spoilers. He's dead. We. This was covered before Second Son. Um. So I was like, Ugh. Nathan Drake. But again, he can't keep it together with Elena. Right. Not to mention he kills fifteen thousand people. Right. Yeah, but he's so good. This looking. is. Yeah. You know? It took me. Yeah. I was like, sat there because I read through a couple of them, and I was like, there's, the point. The kind of the point of the video game, story is that there's struggle. Conflict. There's conflict uh, yeah, for everybody. So, yeah. That's why I picked Siri because it's because she's awesome. And you know who? I, so that you know who I'm picking because mm. I think it's the right balance of strife and pleasure. Mm. You from Persona Four. Oh. Just be your character from Persona Four. You got you, you. You get a great family. Yeah. You get Nanako. That's a really good Nanako one. is going to be there. You get a. She's. I'm big bro to her. Ooh, that's, I love her. Rise. She's a character I love. That's the thing. Rise is all up on your jock. And the game, of course, Nick. You. The, I know you'll never play the 90 hours. Get it. But just imagine. <laughs> imagine if Taylor Swift was like, I'm done being Taylor Swift. I'm going back to high school. She's high school age. I'm going back to high school, and she's infatuated with you. Yeah. That's Rise. Like the greatest thing of all time. Her her dungeons a strip club. Her dungeons a strip club. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I'm wrong, she, I was a Chie guy, so maybe I'd go, dumb. you know. Well, you know what? Again, I knew I wasn't going to bang Aaron. out with anybody. So but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but I have cool powers in the shadow world. Mm-hmm. I have gr- slick dance moves in Persona 4 Dancing and everybody, Online. That's a good one, too, because like literally everyone likes you. Everyone, everyone likes you. Everybody wants to be your friend. I get to live in Japan. Yeah. 
I get to live in the I get to live in Inaba, and then I also get to go back and hang out in Tokyo, where I'm mm-hmm. real from with my dumb parents who never show up and say anything. It's weird. Yeah, well, they they suck. He's got a good life. He does. Yosuke, <laughs> I got Tede. Suck. Yeah. Kanji. I got the whole. I mean, I, it's a great support system. Yeah. Yeah, I don't that's know. actually a really good. One. That's a good I, one. I'd also, if I, I guess I could, I could. I, this is a cheat. But I'd also be Taylor Swift from DC Universe Online. That's a total cheat. It's a total cheat, That's but total I'm putting it out there. That's my character. Um, I feel like it's hard because all the games I play, the character has to go through hell. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, let's think of the top characters, right? I'm like, oh, Master Chief, no. Oh, God, no. Jesus. God, no. Yeah, Fighting no. an interstellar battle. Never take your helmet off. Yeah, you never, you gotta pee in a you're fucking suit You're in love with the virtual reality life. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not you really can't touch her. Life. You can't feel her. She can't feel you. Unless it's like her. You She's ever watch blue her? Balls. Yeah, but even then, it's like never. Master Chief has the biggest blue balls. Is he sterile? Is that part of the the chief program? I don't actually know. Okay, I don't know. Just checking. Thinking Just that, wondering. I'm like, I'm like, would I want to be Batman from any of the Batman? No, games? no. you do not want to be Batman no, at it's all. Terrible. God, no. Especially the Arkham games are just so twisted. And it's like, wh- yeah. it's like the little the worst nights of your life. Yep. Just over and over fuck. again. Yeah, pretty much the worst. Yeah, the last one was was the worst night of your life. Yeah. Um. Now speaking of that. Yeah. You gotta. You don't have a definitive. Not really. Have one, no. keep debating. So yeah. now, Epic Wolf came to kindoffunny.com/forums and says, "Hey guys." First time and first post on this forum. Congratulations. Thank you, Epic Wolf. My question is this. I'm a huge Superman fan. I like Superman more than Batman, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like me and will pick Superman over Batman. We are a dwindling number. I'll let you know, but I'm with you so far. However, for some strange reasons, no developers in the history of gaming can create a good Superman game. Why is that? And... Will there ever be a good Superman game in the future? Thank Superman's you. Superman's boring. You're in the boring. sense, no, no, no. Don't Hear make me, me fucking hit you. Because Su- Superman is boring because he's so powerful. And I was, I felt this way even when I was watching the animated series. Yeah. Uh, the Justice League animated yeah, yeah, series. Yeah. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, these fight scenes are stupid. Superman could just murder all of you in 20 seconds. And instead, you have to drag it out because the episode needs to be a certain amount of time. So they have to like talk. Oh, I'm Superman. But I'm going to try to reason with you. Batman talks and then, But I know, I know. But I'm just saying like <laughs> anytime Superman's in a fight, I rolled my eyes. Because sure, 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 sure. I was like, you could just take them out in, a bl- in the blink of an eye. And then there's no risk. So like literally the only thing Superman is vulnerable to is kryptonite. So the game would just have. Somebody would have to be running around with a bunch of tiny little pieces of kryptonite for you to feel at. Any sort of threat in a Superman game. Whereas Batman, mm. you are a human. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. can get shot. You can get killed. You don't really have any powers. You have some like really cool gadgets, but for sure, I, Batman lends himself it's, better. It's more He's interesting gameplay wise. Whereas gameplay wise for Superman, fly around, flying would be really cool. I, well, I, see, yeah, I feel like that's what I was gonna say. Like Greg, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you. One day you'll you'll unleash the world. Your idea for the yeah, idea. We need to make Superman. that video still because I have a whole that. thing laid out on how you t- to make you it. You told work. me that, and I was like, that sounds like a really fun game. My only concern is that like I don't think the text available yet. Oh, it's there. No, it's there. To make a now, Superman game like it should be made. Now flying has got like I feel like you can do flying now. Whereas before, I think you were playing what was it? N sixty four. Oh God, yeah. And, like you know, yeah, garbage. Sixty four is horrible. They've got things like Infamous where you're basically flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the hover thing, so they can do it now. But even that, I mean, like, the problem with Superman is the fact that it takes, you need to explain to the audience how powerful he is. In the animated series, the original, the Adventures of Superman animated series that led into the Justice League, like, I remember them being very clear that he could theoretically be killed by conventional weapons. Like, a tank's going to hit him and he's going to go down. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to just stand there and take everything. But then, uh, yeah, exactly. As it goes further and further... (laughs) That gets lost. Yeah, they, it gets buried. The lead gets buried. Yeah. And he is just destroying everything. I feel and like. I, it, yeah, sorry, no, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I mean, I mean you'd just be, it'd be like, there's pa- if if there was anything with soldiers or real people, it would make zero sense. Exactly. Because you're just like paper people, you're just, like, just laser. But that, I mean, that's uh, playing into my game that I've pitched to Nick and the guys, and I think maybe you were just talked about here yeah. or there. No, okay. You've never just told like, me this great idea. I don't talk, well, I, I know you'll steal it. He told it lied to me, but it took, a, to be fair, it took about 45 minutes longer than it should, because I'm like, wait, stop, go back. What is, what is that? Like that's the whole thing. Is you just he's like, oh, it's based on this thing. Just don't play around with the humans. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. have to be. You yeah, don't yeah. have to do that. Well, no, but yeah, but I think the, the the key aspect of what you were talking about was that in any good story, there has to be constraints. There has to be rules, right? You yeah. ha- you cannot have like if you look at bad movies, bad movies, especially bad superhero movies, are the ones where the the constraints of the world aren't perfectly aren't, aren't very well defined and set up. Yeah, and so that when the character does something that you haven't really said he can or can't do, you feel cheated as an yeah. audience member. And it's the same with games where. Um, and same with Superman specifically, uh, is that you have to, we have to know what his limitations are. He has to have limitations. They yeah. don't have to be yes. human limitations, i.e. like, you know, he, he gets shot by a bullet, he dies. But we do have to know what his threshold is so that we can then bring a villain in that has a slightly higher threshold for right, that right, right. to be something, what you're talking about, which is there has to be consequences and there has to be something at stake. Mm-hmm. He has to have skin in the game and if he doesn't, if he can't be killed ever, then yeah, what's the point? Like, Who cares? What is this? Yeah. Um, but I think Greg has taken care of that fairly yeah. well. Ooh. I look forward to hearing Video this soon. Later. And when I say See, soon, I don't mean anytime soon. Soon TM. Maybe by the end of the year. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. by the end of the year. Sure. We're not going any more places, really. No. Porty's We're staying crazy. home for the most part. Hello, Porty. Porty looks like he's growing out of your armpit right now. <laughs> he is. He's always, he's growing out of my, my wiener's gone rogue. Look at him. He just doesn't know what to do. He's like, he's trying to fight it. And now he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to sit back down exactly where he's I was. He's getting too skinny. He's not getting too skinny. Uh, Philip Morsden writes in and says, do you think we will ever see remastered versions of the previous Mass Effect games prior to the launch of the next one like we see with the Uncharted games? I don't think you see prior to the launch. But maybe. I think they, think? I thought, I'm surprised we haven't. Remember, these listings always get kicked up every so often. That there's yeah. like the Mass Effect collection or whatever and these different things. I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be for this holiday. That was one of my E3 predictions. That you would have timed yeah, yeah. your your when's sure, Andromeda, Andromeda supposed to come out? Huh? When's Andromeda supposed to come out? Twenty sixteen. Pro- yeah, I think it's next fall. fall Twenty sixteen. Yeah, so surprising, that could easily though. slip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been working on the game for forever. It feels like. Sure, but I mean, they yeah. want it to be good. They want it to be perfect. No, right? I'm. I'm. Take your time. But yeah. it's just funny to me how it seems like there's a new tease like every year at E3, and it's like the tiniest little thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, this year it was pretty much. I mean, there was a, a CG trailer, and then the name was the reveal. Like, come on. Yeah, me. it's been a while since Mass Effect 3, though, right? Has yeah. it been like four yeah. years? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. I would actually go back. I'd love to go back and actually play Mass Effect 3, but I doubt that I will. I'll probably just go straight into my drama. Again, it's for me, I'm like, oh, I'll just read the story and read some read some blogs on how it read ended. Wikipedia? And just go into it. Read Wikipedia? Read Wikipedia. Yeah. No, I, I would totally be. I, maybe not now. It's like when I, we were making E3 predictions, I was like, fuck yeah, I'd love to have those games. And now that there's just so much stuff coming out, though. You think, like, we'll, and you then don't I think wonder... we'll see something about it next year? <laughs> We'll bless if we're gonna you. see it, we'd have to, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't want to put it past them. But then again, now backwards compatibility. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, I wonder how much backwards compatibility is gonna affect what developers choose to spend their money on because it takes time. It, do- it doesn't take as much time, but you just still have to port all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel like there's gonna be that audience for it because they can just put the disc in that they already have into their Xbox right, and then right, right. unlock it for free, I think people would. Li- I think Mass Effect's big enough so that people would actually consider buying a, a ser- uh, an upres version of that game, though, sure. like a, leg- a legacy collection or a collection series. I I think people would buy just for nostalgia factor too, just to see sure. what it looks like it runs on the new console. Right. Um, was it? It wasn't. Uh, was it Xbox exclusive? Well, number one the first was. One first was. one was. It's not anymore. Like they had a collection on PS3. All right. So you still. I mean, you still, you still have all the, the PS4. It was published audience. by Microsoft. They right. had a collection with one on it. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Or 
it has Mass Effect One has released on PlayStation. Okay. I can't remember in what form if it was Got it. interesting single or in a bundle. Single or bundle. Single or bundle. Next Guys. question. Yeah. No, that's it. We're stopping. Oh. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna insert a mid roll because this was brought to you by a new sponsor. A new Ooh. challenger is approaching. If Kevin was editing this episode and not me because he's sick, I'd make I'd make him put in like the new challenger text. You know, mm-hmm. from what's the game? Smash Brothers. Gotcha. I don't know fighting games. I was gonna say Capcom, like uh, Marvel versus Capcom. A new fighter has entered the ring. And it's DraftKings.com. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action. But you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's a lot of money, Christine. That is a lot of money. Can we get Uh, it? What? Can we get it? I know. I'm terrible. Are you good at fantasy football? No. I am awful. I I guess my first... I usually draft well. But then fall out of it by week three. So honestly, maybe I could. Maybe I could p- compete in this one. Huh. Try it. Now you got me questioning. Dollars. Now, Nick, you're our legal guy. Can I compete in something if somebody's <laughs> if somebody sponsors? So yeah, sure. Why not? About the contest. Oh, you're okay with it? I mean, I'm fine with it. All right. Uh, DraftKings.com. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play when you want, where you want, with the players you want. See, I said when you want first, but it really said where you want first. Then I had to when do it all in my head. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code kind of funny to play for free for a shot at the t- part of $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter kind of funny for the free entry now only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Dot com. God bless Expedia. Remember them? Yeah. They did that. They introduced that. Those were the Did days. you ever think that when you when you heard that the first couple times that dot com that you would stick with you forever? No. For, no. I also the like first ten instant, years later. instant recognition. I was like, what was it? And you're like, God bless Expedia. I'm like that. That's right. I never thought the first time I saw the Fandango sing along commercial in a movie theater that'd be We got your movie tickets. No, we, we are Fandango. Fandango. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked nope. the I liked the the you go to the movies enough. Yeah. Apparently not. Oh yeah, no. Fandango is one of those properties where one of those uh, sites where I'm like, this is gonna die, and it hasn't. No, and I, I use, use it all lot. the time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, true. It. So there you so go. Weird. Go to DraftKings because they gave us money in Fandango because we like it a lot. No, go to DraftKings. Um, I don't know. No, I think you probably could, by the way. I think I think what you're asking was uh, if you work for DraftKings, yeah. you're not allowed to compete, probably. But sure. But probably, me, you I could. This is just you can probably use their ad, service. So I don't yeah. think you can do – I don't think if you work at a company, you're allowed to compete in like a sweepstakes that they're Correct. having because you could then fix it. But DraftKings, from what I understand, is uh, – it's. I mean, it's Could they just fix like it for else. me, though? I mean, I'm sure if we found someone at DraftKings, they might be able to. But that would would probably be like a federal offense, so they probably wouldn't be inclined to do it. That's why we have to hold them hostage. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Like with with a gun or with our our sexuality. See, that's a real crime. It's fine as long as nobody finds out. With our sexuality. Yeah. Like, watch. Check this out, Greg. Yeah. Don't leave. (laughs) There's so much to do, (laughs) Greg. Your thighs—they look so tight. I want to touch them thoroughly. Ladies and gentlemen, that's again the Kind of Funny Games Cast episode 35, the first and last ever. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Remember, you can get this episode and every other episode early over at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. We post them each and every Friday. But if you don't got no bucks to toss our way, don't worry about it. Head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. It's so weird. Just a little switch of the the Game Over Greggy yeah, show verbiage yeah. for this. I can't do it. I, You're doing great, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, you're doing better than Tim does normally. Thank Tim's you very like much. Of these. YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Each and every day we post a topic by topic, day by day, until we post the entire show there and on podcast services around the world. Nick, thank you for not getting sick. No. Okay. This would have been weird without you. 
Thanks Christine. for uh, including me. I'm always happy to talk. Thanks for getting everyone sick. Thanks for getting everyone sick and coming yeah. over. Uh, everybody go visit you, <laughs> SteimerSays.com. YouTube.com slash Steimer. Yeah, but Steimer says links to everything. I know. But they don't, you know, when people watch the YouTube videos on a site, they're less, they, you don't really click subscribe there. You know? That's a good point. Okay. I take so. it back. It's fair enough. <laughs> Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Here we go. What's dying in your arms? I can't even get mad when you say, you know what I mean? <laughs> it something you say. I should have walked away. I see, I jumped to the good yeah, part.